welcome to the Capping Crew cast of pods, episode number 49, the 2018 Halloween special. And everybody at this table is all adults. Nobody was trying to crack each other up in my sound checks and tests. Robert no, not. asked for quiet. He they, expected they were quiet. They, they were quiet. Ever, no one busted out loud. No. This is tradition. All I did was look at somebody. I have no idea why this is hysterical. Is that sometimes all it takes? This has become tradition. It has become tradition. All right, so uh, we have the biggest cast we've had in a long time, which should actually be really perfect because, like, this is the one show we do every year that we always do a topic in this vein, um, which is our Halloween episode, as I mentioned. So this is our third or fourth Halloween episode, but I think it's our first Halloween episode that's part of the new way of doing the show. Uh, But kind of not. I think we actually did this maybe a little bit last year. These are kind of become one of our test beds for why the show became it did what it did. Before our Disney episode. So uh, so tonight we're going to actually do non-horror Halloween films. And kind of touch a little bit into horror very lightly. But um, before we get started any further, um, like I said, uh, starting with, uh, we've got Bill joining us tonight. Hi, everybody. we got Ben joining us tonight. Fate! <laughs> Jada. Hello! Aaron. <laughs> Kat. Hi. Vesh. Well, I was going to yell fate, but Ben stole it. <laughs> Hi. TJ. <laughs> TJ. Oh, right. Sorry. Hi. And I am your host, Rob. Freight! So, um, the reason we do this is because uh, there is a recent board game we've been playing, some of us at this table, called Disney Villainous, which fits so beautifully into tonight's conversation. So, we'll definitely get a chance to, for the people that haven't played at this table, we'll hopefully get a chance to do so soon. Um, but there's a mechanic in there called fate. So every time we, we have a new house rule that whenever you're calling a fate chip on somebody, uh, you say so in a very exaggerated way. Boisterous. Very boisterous. Fate! There you go. So um, so let's get to the, the, the meat of the show tonight. And uh, let's start off the way we show, uh, like start off every other episode. And tonight, uh, because... I couldn't think of anything better. Uh, would you rather live in Halloween Town or Christmas Town? Because nobody knows if this movie is a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie. Uh, we'll start with Thesh. I've got one question before I answer. In what state do I exist? Am I a mortal, like a regular human being in this hypothetical? Or am I part of the, that world? You're overthinking this. You're yourself. <laughs> I'm myself? Yes. Yeah, well, I was going to go with Halloween Town, but if I'm mortal, I'm going with Christmas Town. Because Halloween Town is really dangerous. <laughs> You're and a I, Muppet in real life. Let me just remind you that. I think point. you'll be okay. Well, in that case, I'm going with Halloween Town. Okay. Yeah. Jada. Definitely Halloween Town. I worked retail for a decade. <laughs> I lived Christmas Town every freaking year. I know. Halloween Town. Hands down. TJ. Halloween Town. I'd be running the place within a week. Aaron. <laughs> Halloween Town. Christmas Town's just too fucking chipper. <laughs> Ben. I'm just going to be different and say Christmas Town because everybody else is picking Halloween Town. <laughs> Wait a minute. But in my defense, there's a big difference between retail Christmas Town and actual Christmas Town. And How do you know? You get to, I'm just assuming. Wait, actually, I'm going to pose this. Are you Santa Claus? I'm Santa Claus. Okay, that, that job has been fulfilled. You're probably an elf. Welcome to retail Christmas Town. Okay. <laughs> Halloween Town, because it's always been my favorite. <laughs> Bill. I'm signing Ben on this one. Christmas Town. I love Christmas. 
It's fine. Um, I again, um, I will side with everybody that said Halloween Town just for the one, two, actually two good reasons. One, Oogie Boogie's dead. Power vacuum, take over things. Oh, we didn't say at what point in Crit Halloween Town. Oh no, no, you can't change your answer. I'm not changing my answer. You have to say stop singing Jingle Bells. I'm not changing my answer. I'm just now simply saying that I would own a vacation home in Halloween Town. You do know this is a Halloween episode, right? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You have to listen to Jingle Bells from now until eternity. So, my other reason actually ties in very nicely. After one week of working in retail and hearing Christmas music, anytime I hear Christmas music anymore, it took me at least a good decade to be able to get through one song on the radio at Christmas. I I worked retail for ten Christmases. It's taken me, I've been out of retail now eight years. <laughs> I hate Christmas music. It took me about at least five to actually start enjoying Christmas music again. Enough yeah. said. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I, no, my question's for Ben real quick, because if we've now <laughs> discovered what time that, that, that this existence takes place, do you think Santa Claus got like all messed up by his experience in Nightmare Town? Do you think that would have affected Christmas Town? Yeah, I would have taken over. Okay. Because yeah, Santa would have had PTSD. Had problems, dude. He would have oh. problems, I think. I was going to say for a minute there, it looked like this was going to be the quickest we ever got out of one of these. No, <laughs> no this this is going to go around in circles. Go ahead, sir. But, but I love how you guys are talking about, like, it takes a week. I'm tired of Christmas music before Thanksgiving even happens. I'll go with that. Uh, this is why I also don't listen to the radio ever. I you barely do, too. Stop it. <laughs> run, run, Rude. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> We can start playing Wham. Uh, oh, oh no, Wham again! No. So so yeah, I'm I'm gonna do Wham again this year. Um, but I love to turn on the Christmas music the day it starts on the radio. I count down the days until Ew. Christmas music starts. And I listen to it all month long. You're, You're one of them. I, I so basically you'll be saying so basically you'll be listening to Christmas music about a week after Halloween. Yep. I side with with you. I I have a Christmas mix that's literally like the Christmas songs I listened to as a kid. Yep. All right. And I play that. So we're we're being those people and are having Christmas before Halloween has happened. So <laughs> let's, let's back the time up. Oh a little yeah, bit. good point. Good call. So. It's Halloween. All right. So I figure the best place to start um, for this is our first memories of Halloween growing up. Um, Jada. Okay, so when I was little, I lived out in the sticks, like out in the middle of nowhere. So when we went trick-or-treating, we had to go to my grandmother's neighborhood because she lived in an actual development where you could go house-to-house trick-or-treating. My very earliest memories of Halloween were that I loved the movie Annie, and I had one of those, like, it was one of those, like, grocery store plastic costumes that, like, tied on your back and had, like, the weird mask, but it was an Annie costume, and I was super excited about this. Um, my sisters were dressed up as fairy princesses and they got totally scared by this kid. And we were me, I was like three and they were about five and this kid in like a homemade, like box robot outfit with like the tin foil covering it came like walking up to the same house that we were walking up to. And I just remember my sisters shrieking, throwing their candy and wands and just running in two different directions. And my mom being like... Which one do I chase first? Um, And I was just standing there like, oh, hi, giant robot boy. Let's get some candy. So that was my first earliest memory of Halloween. Did they make the sound like pew? Yeah, basically. Basically. So I think it was, I think we have pictures of it. I mean, not the actual incident, but like, um, it was from one. I'm curious because you're like, the the incident. incident. (laughs) No, it was just just a weird thing to remember. But like, um, like, I think the first memory I have of Halloween is like, 
I, I was a witch that year. My brother was a clown. He must have been like That's one really or two. Cool. He was a baby. He was like some weird clown, though. It, he didn't have a clown nose. It wasn't like a creepy one. He just looked very like foppish. Oh, it was really <laughs> confusing. But um, he was like teeny baby. And they took him around and he vomited like all <laughs> over his costume. <laughs> so like, that's my first memory. <laughs> Fesh. Okay, my first memory, probably of the first Halloween that my parents took me trick-or-treating. I only say this because it was in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, so it would have been prior to me even going into first grade. So maybe along the lines, three, four, somewhere in that range. I was a ghost, but I'm suspecting, and I'll have to check with my parents on this one, they may not have known whether or not they were going to be taking me out that year, because I, f- I feel like the costume was thrown together last minute, because they used a floral print sheet, <laughs> and I was out of that, because I remember the floral print very vividly, <laughs> and that's what I went as, I guess as like a flower ghost at that point. You were a hippie ghost. ghost. A hippie ghost. ghost. I'll have to this, check with Actually, folks. because of this alone... We, we throw a Halloween party every year, and next year, I think that we tried to normally do a theme, and we didn't do a theme this year. Next year's theme for our Halloween party, come as something you were when you were a kid. Yes! Oh, oh yes. Update really a awesome. childhood costume. That's pretty really <laughs> Floral ghost. Erin. Uh, so, I very much like Jada, grew up in a, uh, like in the boonies. So, my parents literally found a, uh, a development that they thought was very nice. And from the time I was little to the time my brother, like, gra- like graduated, was too big for, for Halloween, we trick-or-treated there every year. Um, and my first memory was, I was three years old. I was Darth Vader. Yes. I was walking house to house going dun, 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 dun. Nice. And my parents had the Imperial red masks on. Wow. And that was Aww. my first, that was my first memory. And actually, I'm going to show people at the table because I have a picture of me as Cute. Darth Vader. Oh, And years later, my mom goes, I never knew you would be such a nerd. And I go, mom, yeah. I was Darth Vader at three years old. Yeah. <laughs> that is the cutest thing I've ever that is really seen. Cute. It really is. Bill. So uh, I'm cheating a little bit because this isn't really a memory of mine because I'm a little too young to remember this. Uh, and But this is actually a very good thing for bringing back the, you know, bring back the theme to the Halloween party for next year of a costume you once wore as a kid. Because I will be the most terrifying thing you've ever seen. Oh, God, is it Teddy Ruxpin? I was Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> oh, my God! I was Teddy Ruxpin. My father... Get out. My father, <laughs> my father did Grubby. Uh, and 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 for those of you who don't know my father, my father's a large man, so uh, yeah, he was a. He was I, like, I, I don't get it. What was wrong with Teddy Ruxpin? Yellow, bright yellow sweatsuit, and you know, come some some yellow, you know, makeup on his face. Yeah. For Teddy any of those, Ruxpin. for any of those interested, there are multiple Venture Brother episodes that deal with Teddy. So. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, the best thing you can do though, too, is just have death metal queued up wherever you walk, because we all did this. Did you Teddy have like Ruxpin. a giant cassette? <laughs> That thing on your chest? No, it was on his back. Was it on his? It was in his back. It was in his. It was in his back. Yeah, to unvelcro his back jumper, essentially, or his overalls, and yeah, this is great. Oh, sorry, this is great because I just made someone physically ill with my Teddy Ruxpin. Terrifying thing I've ever heard of. If we go with this theme next year, unfortunately, I have to go with the second costume I remember because the first costume I remember is not appropriate anymore because I would have to go in blackface. Oh, I was was Steve Urkel. So the first costume that I remember. That's the first costume that you remember. I don't have that great of a memory. 
of For a the big record, shot. it wasn't ah. that great when... You no, it really wasn't. Yeah. So uh, I would go with my second one, which is a mummy. Okay. But uh, I would not use toilet paper this time. Uh, yes. <laughs> Times were different when we were younger, weren't yeah, they? they were. Ah, the yeah, nice. you don't want to do that theme next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, so how about you? What was your first Halloween memory? Um, I have two. And unfortunately, uh, it would involve me in tights for both of them. Sweet! Yes! Let's do it! I'm in. I can find that picture. I, I, know, the, I know the picture you're talking about, probably. The too. Batman one? Not the Batman no. one. I thought it was the Peter greatest American hero. American hero. Yes, that I one. loved that show as a kid, and my Nana made me a costume. It's adorable. Aww. Yeah. And then the next year, she made me a Batman costume. And that pissed off my mother because then she had to make David a Robin costume. <laughs> Very nice. Um, so for me, I think I, the first memory I have of Halloween, it was, I can't tell which one was first. I'm pretty sure I was, again, co- going along Jada's lines where she mentioned kind of like the way that the Annie costume probably was. It's kind of, was it cloth? But it was kind of like plastic. Mm-hmm. Like the suits you wore were plastic and tied behind you, but it yes. was... Like, if you got near anything warm, it, your costume was probably melting to your skin. Yes. And then it was That's a... the reason pl- they don't sell them anymore. And it was a plastic mask with a little piece of elastic yep. stapled and, to and the I side. Re- the box was one of those... It was a cardboard box with the cellophane. Yep. Top. And you could see... You, you saw the mask. You and saw I the mask I begged my front. mother for that costume, and she was like, I hate these. And I was like, I want to be Annie. And she was like... I was probably two or three. I was Bugs Bunny. Now, I know oh, I've worn costumes like that when I was younger, before the Urkel costume. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember what they were of. And I'm pretty sure the year after that, because I couldn't... Couldn't tell which one was which, but the other one was a green dragon. And I think it was because I wanted to be Puff the Magic Dragon. I think that was the reason why. But it was like satin, essentially pajamas with like feet that sat on top of sneakers. Mm. Did it not have plastic? No, this was like... We had that. And it had kind of like a mohawk. My like, brother and I piece. had that because that was part of our dress up, like chest. Um, there as, actually is. There's a magician <laughs> that does a show uh, where he's this kind of very like somber dragon, and he goes by Piff the Magic Dragon. Mm-hmm. The suit he's wearing is the exact same suit I had as a little kid, <laughs> and it's nice. terrifying to see him do that. And I'm like, oh dear God, um, <laughs> but it's very amusing. So, uh, well, in addition to our original memories. Was there any very one specific tradition you could remember that your family did for Halloween? So my grandparents came to Halloween for a couple of years. They'd always come down on Halloween. Um, I, I mean, they didn't live that far away. They lived in Philly. We lived out in the suburbs. Yeah. Um, and my grandma and grandpa would always dress up. And oh. I only remember two of their costumes. Uh, the first one I remember was Mario and Luigi. Oh my god! Uh, they That's were they were fantastic, adorable. and then the the next year, I can't remember who my grandfather was, but my grandmother was Mrs. Slocum from Are You Being Served? <gasps> oh my oh god! god. Oh, yep. God. And she did the hair. She did like the blue hair, the purple hair, whatever it was, and it oh, was oh, it was amazing. Anybody else have any big traditions? Jada. Um, well, we used to go to my grandparents' house for um, for Halloween trick or treating when I was like very little. So my, probably the tradition there would be, okay, we dumped out all the candy. My sisters and I would dump out all of our candy on the living room floor. And my grandmother would like have us meticulously go through it to check it for like, you know, needles and stuff. Because (laughs) obviously all of her neighbors were trying to poison us. Um, We as like, you know, as I got older, we then would trick or treat in our neighbor's. Or like not neighbors, like one of my good friends lived in a pretty big housing development. So we would go trick or treating at her house, probably from the time I was like in third grade till I was getting old enough to not be trick-or-treating anymore. We used to 
get pillowcases and we would trick or treat in whatever costume we had. Then we would go back to her house after about <laughs> a half an hour. And all of us would switch costumes. It was like me and my two best friends. <laughs> so we would change costumes. Like we would change like, okay, now you get to be this and I'll do this. And we would go hit the same houses again and go oh, to the streets again. So we would do this like Wait two or three times. Halloween. Seriously. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I used to do that too. That's not. Oh, hold, hold, hold on. So wearing the same costumes. No, no, no. But we in would, different, you change two different, yeah, different we would costumes change entirely. Either different costumes oh, or like. I thought you were saying you would trade off. We would, I'm like, you're still the same costume. Kids. No, we would trade off. We would trade off each other's costumes and that sort of thing too. Or yeah. like, okay, or bring like extra, like, okay, now you get to be this hobo and you get to be this hippie or yeah. you get to be this whatever. Like, we would, we would. You could have gotten away with not doing that in my opinion. I am certain that I've given trick or treat candy to the same oh, kids yeah. time and time again every Christmas. Or if Christmas, it keeps them every, every Christmas, every Christmas, you're giving trick or treat candy. Yes, oh, yeah, going to your house on Christmas. <laughs> My tradition, and this is going to sound totally like get off my lawn, my tradition is Halloween was on freaking Halloween. We actually yeah. went out on Halloween night. Yeah. It didn't matter if it was a weekday. It didn't matter if it was a Monday. None of this going out on Halloween from beforehand. Oh. Oh. Didn't matter if it was a weekday for us because I went to Catholic school. Oh. We had the day off. That's true. That's day. I was going to say old man yells at cloud. <laughs> I know. I know. Aaron, get off my lawn. <laughs> Um, so we always did the uh, pumpkin patch thing every year in October. So before Halloween night, we would get pumpkins to carve. And um, we always went somewhere out in Lancaster. But it's really vivid in my memory because the one year, I must have been like four or five. I was super teeny. And like, it was like the big, big pumpkin patches out in Lancaster. And it had gotten really muddy. And I got stuck in the mud. <laughs> Like, it was the field of mud, and I, like, went to step, and my shoes just warm. I so had that I was standing there, like, no! And my mom had to come in and save me and pull me out of the mud. So you were waiting for the great pumpkin? Yeah. Apparently. Uh, um, our, our family tradition was, uh, well, for my father, he would throw a Halloween party every year and do tombstones. For all of his good friends. Like The Undertaker? No, oh, not the no, wrestling move, no, actually. No, 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 yeah. no. uh, with puns and whatnot on them on how they died. That's adorable. Yeah, um, I still love those. He also had the most phone calls to the cops because he would put in stuff in the in my bedroom window. Like one year he put in something that looked like someone was killing someone else. It was, they were two, in like, mannequins. child's bedroom I wasn't there. Uh, I only saw him every other weekend. TJ is the way he is. Uh, <laughs> and, and one year it was a woman getting choked, uh, getting choked and stabbed, and somebody called the cops because they thought it was real. Um, so my family, now that I'm, you know, married and with my own kids and everything, we actually have our own traditions that we've been doing for the past, oh god, probably at least five or six years, is that we have our other good friends come over with their kids. And we all go trick-or-treating together. And we trade off. Um, either, you know, one set of spouses will sit, like usually the wives will sit on the porch and drink mulled cider with lots of whiskey in it and give out candy while the husbands walk around with the kids or vice versa. Last year it was our turn. So we dressed up. We were carrying thermoses around as we we're walking around trick-or-treating <laughs> with the kids. Um, so this year I think, I think the guys have to walk around and we get to sit on the porch and hand out candy. Nice. Yeah, that's our tradition. And we watch The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Um, I don't recall having too many traditions family-wise. I do remember parents going through the candy 
under a microscope. However, my experience may differ from yours, and it's just now. Did you actually get now- needles? No, but a suspiciously large amount of candy was removed by my mom. And now that I think about it, I don't think it had anything to do with them questioning the candy. I was a hyperactive kid. I think they legitimately used that as an excuse to ixnay good portions of my sugar intake I don't, I don't on the following it. day. No, well, I'm it. pretty pissed off about that now. There is no Christmas for my parents this year, is all I'm saying. Sweetheart, that's what all of our parents did. It's called paying tribute. Oh, I don't well, think, I think they think you need to cut down your sugar intake anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's also one of the reasons why when I buy Halloween candy, I have to buy like twice as much because half of it never makes it to the bowl <laughs> yeah. by Halloween. <laughs> my traditions wrong. were pretty simple, though. I did the same thing. I went to my grandparents' house to go trick-or-treating. I did multiple rounds around the neighborhood because it was always well-lit and there was a ton of people around. But other than that, I really didn't have many traditions. Mm-hmm. I, I just I just love trick-or-treating every year around my grandparents, and that was pretty much it. Bill, how about you? Any tr- special traditions or? No, we just walked around the neighborhood. That was just, just standard trick or treating. Standard trick or treating. Nice. We didn't go back and Old we school. didn't, you know, uh, change costumes or anything like that. <laughs> um, I mean, we lived on a cul de sac and then we occasionally walked to the next street over and, you know, we were the, the good suburban kids. So there was, you know, never any fear of anything ever happening. Like, and my parents never had to check our candy. I was. <laughs> I can say, because I, I know all you guys are from this area, mostly. Yeah. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> Tradition for me is, how do you fit your Halloween costume over your parka? Because I'm oh, from upstate New York originally, oh, and this time of year, it can be snowing. <laughs> I've had to put, like, uh, like snow things and coats and stuff underneath my kids' costumes. I can't tell you how, how broken I was as a child having my Cinderella costume, and it had open shoulders, and I had to wear, like, a thermal turtleneck mm-hmm. under it. I was so oh, mad. The year that Lily was Cinderella, I actually put a white turtleneck underneath her Cinderella dress, and Mike walked around as Prince Charming with her, and our one neighbor still talks about it. Yeah. I, I will admit, you're right, there's not that much of a problem with weather this time of year in Mobile, Alabama. That's very true. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, I, as for me, I think one of my big keywords I remember it was usually always a week right before Halloween was the entire family would get together. We would carve pumpkins and we'd all do jack-o'-lanterns together. So that would be like step one. But Halloween night, usually by the time trick-or-treating was done, we always rushed home for a good reason. Because at like 9 o'clock at night or 9.30, Treehouse of Horror was on with The Simpsons. So that was step one of our Halloween night usually was kind of like, okay, because usually... Around 9 p.m., everything usually wrapped up. It was pretty common. Like, sometimes you get some stragglers around 9.30. But, like, when you're really fairly young, like, about 10 and under. But that was a big thing. It was it was Simpsons. It's like, hey, this was, became a Halloween tradition. Like, Treehouse of Horror was a huge thing. Uh, which kind of leads us directly into our main kind of part of this episode. Uh, is what were some of the best family-friendly and non-horror Halloween specials? Movies, TV shows, and that doesn't have to be purely Halloween, but just horror in general. But there's so many that are revolve purely around this time of year. Cat, hocus pocus. I mean, we watch that every every year. <laughs> that was, and I mean, that actually, we were talking about that um the other day, but it was like hocus pocus too. Um, I really connected with that movie as a kid because Danny, the little girl. Looks awake. I, I grew up with my cousins. We've all been best friends since we were little. And like, 
Danny looks like exactly like Michelle did as a kid. Oh, wow. <laughs> exactly. I can see it. And so it was like, I was like, oh, it's like her. And I mean, she's like obsessed with the cat. It's the same person. I'm obsessed with the cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same person. So yeah, Hocus Pocus was always a big movie for me. Okay. Um... It was always the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. You're always, always, always. And I will say this. Everybody gets one because there's eight of us. Yeah. So yeah. we will go around a second time if we need to, but everybody gets one. Uh, Jada. Slightly later in life, because um, I think it was released in like 89 or 90, but The Addams Family. Yeah. The oh, Addams yeah. Family is like, The Addams Family and Addams Family Values are like, they were always such great movies. And I was a little bit older when they came out. Not like, you know, like little itty bitty kids, but they are still some, some of my favorite, favorite like, movies tween today. Tween years, yeah. 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 And honestly, like, I still am like, I still want to be Morticia Adams. Absolutely. Like, honestly, like Mike and I were Morticia and Gomez a couple they're, years ago. They're the best functioning family ever. They are the best. They have like seriously the best marriage. They're the best, most involved yeah. parents. Mm-hmm. And I mean, their kids are weird, but so are they. So, I mean, they have it's seriously, the, they're like the biggest family goal for me ever. Okay, I'm going back to the Venture Brothers. Season 5, Venture Brothers Halloween special. you watched as a kid? No, not as a kid. (laughs) This is bringing it much... Much, but it, it, well, it's not, family friendly. Yeah, it's not texture, non horror, <laughs> but it's 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 wonderful. It's best Garfield's Halloween. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. I have a backup. Still yeah. watch it every year. Watch it not at Halloween time. <laughs> I watch that every time. I wasn't aware it's of this. It, it's a good thing I had a backup because that was mine. But <laughs> I was, um, oh, um, you can't take you can't take Garfield's Halloween from Aaron. She will fight you. Uh, I'm older than her, and I can't. Thank you very she, much. She will fight you. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm gonna go a Tim Curry classic and say Worst Witch. Oh, because nice. anything can happen on Halloween. Anything can happen on Halloween. <laughs> I didn't have one. Oh, I watched okay. you know, uh, a lot. Uh, Growing up, I was mostly with my mother on Halloween, and she thought cartoons rotted the brain, so I wasn't allowed to watch many cartoons. That explains my childhood. <laughs> Did a Bill. I already said Charlie Brown. Oh, Charlie Brown. Sorry. <laughs> Again, there's a lot, a lot of people I here know. to take take inventory. Of. <laughs> I know. Um, actually, I have a really weird, odd one, um, and I'm, I might get this name of this wrong, uh, but it was the Halloween that almost wasn't. I oh, love I that. Starring Judd Hirsch. <laughs> yeah. As Dracula, yeah. Judd Hirsch, who played like the lead from Taxi, mm-hmm. um, which was such a weird. And Jeff Goldblum's father in Independence Day. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> I think I remember this. And it's basically all the classic monsters. Yeah. And the reason that Halloween was almost canceled is because the witch has to fly across the moon, That's and right. she refused to fly that night. Yep. So it was all the monsters trying to convince her that they have to do this. But like, there was a lot of weird. Like sexual tension in that between Whoa. the witch and like Dracula in this, and <laughs> it was quite bizarre. Um, but it was it was it was one that I remember watching a lot as a kid. Didn't the movie end with her with like three kids, three dressed, kids dressed up as witches, going, "Aren't you going to fly across the moon?" Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. It I was it was one, one of those. Yeah. It was it was very much one of those traditional ones where you. It's kind of like oh the kids. Tug at the heartstrings. And, yeah. Uh, oh, we got to download that one now because I got to rewatch that. It's because I have copies of it. Nice. I can almost see the the witch's face of if this wasn't a children's show, I'd tell I'd tell you where to shove it, Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> um, any additional ones for folks? There's always go- Ghostbusters. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. I watched Ghostbusters at the drop of a hat. Yes. Yeah. I'll still watch Ghostbusters now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Including the remake, I'll still watch that too. Yeah. But we won't get into that pixels. Um, <laughs> You know what? It's it's more modern. It's not modern now, but it's a little bit later in my life. But every year when it came to TV shows, 
Some TV shows did like Christmas specials every year. Mm-hmm. Some did other ones. Home Improvement with Tim Allen every year did a Halloween episode. Oh, and yeah. And they were always fantastic. I always looked forward to them every year. Mm-hmm. You had your hand up too. Oh, did I? Yes. Oh, I completely am <laughs> blanking. Please, go to somebody else. No, and uh, along the same lines of something more current is I look forward every single year to the Modern Family Halloween episode. Um, my favorite Halloween specials were the Buffy ones, because Buffy yes. had some amazing Halloween episodes. The one where they all turned into the costume they were wearing. Oh, that was the best. That was so good. Fantastic. That's a great one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you have any additional? Oh, uh, no. No. Peach? <laughs> I have one, I have I have one, one more. Well, I've got one here. Uh, so one of my big ones, and I don't know if anybody here at this table is going to remember it. Um, it was Disney's Halloween Treat, starring Jonathan Winters. And Jonathan Winters was a cop in this, and he walks into a room, and there is a pumpkin that starts talking to him. But what it was was like a clips show from like the late 70s, where they showed all of the classic Disney cartoons that were the Halloween episodes. So it was Huey, Dewey, and Louie tormenting Donald, and that was the one where like the fence posts and the pumpkins and all come to life, and it was like Witch Hazel and all that. Yes, that I a... remember this. So there was that. There was kind of like the Ghostbusters knockoff with like you know Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. Um, you know there was the giant gorilla, killer gorilla, trying to kill Donald Duck. Yeah, uh, like there was all these different ones, but then they would do clips from like Peter Pan with Captain Hook and show bits from Maleficent. They did like the Madame Mim and you know Merlin oh, fight, yeah, the, like the, the Wizard Duel. Um, yeah, the Wizard did, Duel was in there. Did they do one with um? With Sleepy Hollow, with yeah. Ichabod Crane, and yeah, and, that, and, and they always ended that special with the different versions. They did three or four versions of Disney's Halloween yes. Treat, but they always ended with their version of the Legend of Sleepy Hollow. I love uh, that was the Bing Crosby narrated oh, Sleepy Hollow, so but it was it was like such a huge, huge highlight every every year for me. So oh God, that, was a, that was a that was a huge one. Um, any other big ones for folks? I just wanted to say one that I, I of a show that's current right now. They do a Halloween episode every year, but it has absolutely nothing to do with Halloween. Is Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yes, <laughs> they're always the always heist episodes. Really that's good. The best. Yeah. yeah, the Those heist episodes so are great. Yeah. And the only other one I can really think of that was huge is a TV series that was pretty much Halloween year round, and I'm surprised nobody brought it up. Are you afraid of the dark? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because again, it was it was childhood campfire stories. Every episode, but all of them were perfect. Like I remember, like they did like a Sleepy Hollow one for like Halloween time. But like they did Poe's Telltale Heart for an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there was tons of different ones that they did. But that was a such a big, huge tradition for a lot of us. That like you know, as I mentioned, like Treehouse of Horrors and stuff like that. But those are huge ones for for a lot of our generation growing up. And then, you know, we didn't bring up like things like Community has some of the best Halloween (laughs) specials as well. Um, The one where they all become zombies. That was the best. (laughs) From the tainted taco meat. Yeah, the tainted taco meat. Yeah, from the taco bar. So, Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, so, I mean, kind of looking at all these things though, too, is, you know, we have a couple little pieces to add to unpack some of these, as we mentioned some of our favorites. Um, Now, was there any of these? Did any of them ever scare any of you growing up? I, I We mentioned it a little bit earlier when you were talking about the Disney ones, but I remember as a kid, Legend of Sleepy Hollow scared the crap out of me with Ichabod mm-hmm. Crane and the Headless Horseman. Um, honestly, the Garfield one, the pirates. Oh, God, yeah. The ghost skeleton oh. pirates scared the bejesus out of me. I was like five, and... 
that I was I was terrified. But then you know everything gets righted at the end of it. So it was okay. <laughs> no, screw the pirates, the creepy old man. Oh, the creepy old man. Oh, oh god. god. <laughs> no, I'm right there with you. That was a, that I was could, a big go to for I me. I can still hear his voice in my head too, and it creeps me out. <laughs> I play it every night before you go to sleep. That's why. <laughs> you wonder what's the matter with me. <laughs> well, for anybody here, like uh, you know, is there any additional movies? Not maybe Halloween. Purely Halloween related. Okay, you had your hand up. Oh no, I was gonna say because again, Hocus Pocus came out when I was younger, so that was one of those things where like the witches in it freaked me out too, and like the witch in Hansel and Gretel freaked me out. Like witches in general as a child freaked me out. Um, actually, it's surprised no one said it as well. The witches. Oh, that movie. With Angelica good. Houston. God. That's right. Angelica Houston is my life goal. <laughs> I adore her. I want to be her. But yes, The Witches is a freaking fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if I may, one that is also not necessarily Halloween, but kind of constantly reminds me of like the Halloween feel is Goonies. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it has some scary elements. There's some yeah. like monstrous elements. That's there's fair. treasure hunting. There's a little bit of intrigue and just kids being. Kids. Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna look. say. Yep. <laughs> so that's oh, no. Well, actually, those movies kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, right? exactly. That's what made me think of it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> I, and I don't know. And I don't know if I uh, to be creeped out or impressed at the fact that Angelica Houston is your life goal. Angelica Houston is totally my. That's, life I don't know what to think mom. about that. <laughs> She's amazing, and those cheekbones, my God, mm. they could cut glass. It's like, true. I mean, Morticia well, Adams. Morticia Adams. Yeah. Morticia yeah. Adams. A general good question for everybody at this table: Did any of these old classics, like I, I'm sure there's a lot of these we've mentioned, a lot of us continue to still watch. So that's not even a real question because these are kind of like classic go-tos for so many of us. Um, did any of these old classic things, when you were growing up, actually interest you in horror later in life? Or were kind of like something that steered you towards wanting to check out more horror because of some of the things growing up and Halloween in general. I, I think honestly, I think I, I think that's definitely the case. That, that's the reason why I love horror to this day, and I think it's mainly because of, um, I think I remember watching Child's Play as a kid, <gasps> mainly yeah. because it was a it was a toy. And not realizing what it was about horror, but remember the movie scaring the crap out of me, but loving the fact that it scared me, and I think that's why I love horror to this day. That movie scared the bejesus <laughs> out of me as a kid. Like I cannot. I'm keeping cannot. a bejesus count in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like I didn't. Uh, so I loved like you know creepy things as a kid and stuff like that but as i got older i never wanted to watch horror movies mm-hmm. because my perception of them was that they were all the torture porny like saw hostily type things and so it wasn't until i mean when we started dating and actually watching like i was like oh there's monster movies i love monster movies and realized that that was a big part of horror that i got way back into it so as a kid i was actually more into horror um, because, you know, like the kitty horror movies, you know, the kids would act like idiots and you'd be like, oh my gosh, that's, yeah, that's what I would do. Then as I started to watch horror as an adult, I realized that they were still acting like idiot kids. And I'm like, well, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So the first introduction to any kind of horror movie that I had, it just kind of, you know, was what Ben just said. Child's play like scared me so badly as a kid. And I still am creeped out by like weird dolls. Um, especially like. Clowns and or um, like ventriloquist doll, I'm not a fan of. Mm. However, I would say the first like actual horror movie that really like intrigued me was the movie The Lost Boys. 
which is about vampires, which I totally still love anything with like involving vampires. And I can, I can understand, I get like vampiric violence and stuff like that. I can handle that. Vampires are kind of sexy. And in this movie, they were like these 80s biker rock star types. So, I mean, and let's be honest, it was Kiefer Sutherland and I was <laughs> nine and just not really understanding what those feelings even meant. But, um, that movie also had a lot of humor and a lot of, you know, the good guys win at the end. So even though there was gore explosions, there was still like, the grandpa at the end going, ah, oh, one thing about Santa Clara, I can have a stomach with all the damn vampires. So it can't. It, it ended on a high note. Well, you said all the special feelings and against Keith or Sutherland. People brought up Worst Witch earlier, too. And I was like, ooh, Tim Curry. And I don't think it just matters who you are at this table. You're like, like Tim, ooh, Tim Curry. <laughs> How the hell did I forget The Crow? Oh. oh, yeah. How did none of us... Because it's not quite it... family-friendly, I would say. Yeah. Usually, especially when you get... Usually, especially when you get to that whole part of the dead stripper, and they're like, let's cut her eyes out as she's laying there naked on the table. And That's it's, it's, the incest point. and... Oh, no. You have a different I mean, even idea just how his girlfriend her. died in the beginning is pretty brutal. Yeah. Jeff. It is a It is a movie. It is not a family-friendly let's go... Happens on Halloween. It's just like how Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Thank you, sir. Yes, it, <laughs> it is a Christmas is. movie. So, so all this stuff from my childhood definitely did not steer me towards horror. <laughs> I do not like horror. I <laughs> like to watch it with all the lights on in a large group of people who can chatter about it the entire time the movie's going on. Because my room growing up was at the end of the hall. Past the creepy room that was super dark all the time at night, and there were things in that room. What, that yes, you know what was in that room? Teddy Ruxpin, and this is why you're afraid. Of <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin was in my room, and he was there to protect me. God damn it! Aww. Teddy Ruxpin was not there to protect you. He <laughs> gave you the nightmares. He was haunting your nightmares. I still don't get it. I've never been afraid of Teddy Ruxpin. Me either. So my mom actually collected porcelain dolls and like no. made my room into like the doll showcase room when I was in college. Oh and I remember coming home and being like, what the hell did you do? Like my room is going to haunt my dreams. Like Mike Silk wouldn't, he would not even be able to walk into that room because it scared even him. I actually don't have one that anybody else has like talked about. Like, Everyone else has kind of brought up all the all the stuff that I was going. Oh to my say, god, so. there was one I didn't completely think of that we missed. Return to Oz. Oh, oh my god, Return to Oz. Yes. Let her talk about that. I know a lot of people. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. The, wheel, the Wheelers haunt my dreams to this day, and so does the Headless Witch. Mombi, Mombi, Mombi. And it's the, not even. Key. And it's not even. It's the the moment that the, all the heads wake up and start screaming. Yep. That's what scared the shit out of me as a kid. And now you're showing me Teddy Ruxpin, and I'm going to hide it in the table. <laughs> Evil Teddy Ruxpin. He's a monster. And it's an animated gift, too. Let's not watch that. That's like those, those stuffed animals that they have now. Where the they, teddy they scares. Look, or... Yeah, the teddy scares, where they look cute, and then you squeeze them, and they, they fangs pop out. Yeah. And like, Which I think is kind of fantastic. I love I them. Love them. See, yeah. but the thing that's not scary about them is they're transparent. You pop it, and you're like, oh, okay, it's an evil thing, too. What's scarier is when you have, like, the innocent, like, Teddy Ruxpin thing that is just pure evil. Well, and it the, looks did, normal. Did, did Teddy about... talk, talk to you at night? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing you gotta remember, though, like, any kid growing up in the 80s could easily horribly manipulate Teddy Ruxpin by using a tape recorder yes. and sticking it in and like recording whatever you wanted and torment and a younger sibling or older sibling with Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. Didn't take much. I remember my sister putting Metallica, uh, like Injustice for All in Teddy Ruxpin. 
So that was an interesting moment. That that sounds amazing. Yeah. So, um, well, before we kind of jump the break, um, I figured there's we can spend a little bit of time on this next part. But um, out of the titles we mentioned, or maybe some that we didn't, are there any anybody here would love to see updated? For modern audiences, uh, maybe expand upon, maybe not quite as cheesy, whatever it may be. Uh, Kat, you were really excited. <laughs> do you know what doesn't need to be updated? It's Hocus Fucking Pocus. Thank I'm you. sorry. Thank you. It does not need an update. I still watch it every year. It still holds up, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, actually, here's a good question for when well, I'll ask this a lot of you guys some of these answers. Is it because you grew up with it as a kid? Aha! That's a valid question. Because, like, when you look at it, it's... There's, there's parts of it that, yes, maybe parts of it, no. I'm going to say no, because I was older than Cat when it came out. Mm-hmm. I was I like 15, yeah. I okay. think, when that movie came out, and it's still freaking good. I feel like that's You know what dates the movie? Is. is the two fucking bullies. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> that that looks like they just rolled out of the 90s. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I would like to see a full-length animated version of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. We've already saw the Johnny Depp live action movie. I want to see a full length animated version of that film. I I actually really kind of enjoy the Burton version. I did too, but I but but just to to bring back the nostalgia of it, I'd like to see it animated in full length. Um, One that I would like to see redone is actually Monster Squad. That was a really fun movie. Don't touch (laughs) it. But I could see I could see it being redone, maybe updated just a little bit. No, I agree. Maybe I'd like it then. I'm going to chime in really, really fast with Monster Squad. Make it about their kids dealing with the same monsters. Kind of like the way that they, the they were going to do go- the Goonies. Yeah. Like they were going to do the Goonies. But I think you can get that away with that a little bit easier with Monster Squad than you could Goonies. Because Goonies is like a do, don't touch it in the way that people are say don't touch Back to the Future. Monster Squad, I think it's a little bit more of a tight-knit group that really loves it versus the Goonies. Where I think you <laughs> can get away with an update. But then, on that in one. essence, it would be a, a sequel and not a remake. A sequel, but not a remake. Yes. I think, in my opinion. But I again, did you, I just real quick question. Did you, did you see the uh, the TV series, the the Sleepy Hollow TV series back when it was out? I can't remember how many years back. I think it was on Fox. It was on Fox. It was called Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, I caught part of it. Did you? Did you? I caught the first couple seasons. What'd you, th- what'd you think of it? I, it was decent. Okay, but yeah. you still want a full length. I want a full-length animated oh. film. Oh, yes. and okay, animated. yeah, that does make a difference. There's actually a full-length film with Jeff Goldblum as Ooh. Ichabod Crane. Ooh. I remember watching it as a kid. What? But it's not animated. It's not animated, but I'm just saying, you might want to check it out because Jeff Goldblum is it. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is a real-life Ichabod Crane. Well, Who yes. are <laughs> Sorry, all I can think of is the, uh, the Hot Ones interview, yes. and that's just not it. <laughs> yeah. you know, Call me Zaddy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, so, and this has been rolling around Facebook the last couple of weeks. They should redo The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, but make it super serious and super horror with Linus turning into The Great Pumpkin, trying to reap the souls of the peanuts. <laughs> so it's Pumpkinhead Part 5. Yeah, yeah sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but if we're going to go by stuff that's rolling around Facebook and has been for years, I also want to see the horror version of Mary Poppins. Yes. Oh. Uh, actually, Poppins. the other one too Scary Poppins. is Godstopper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, the Willy Wonka one. The yes. Willy Wonka one that they did the fake trailer for. Well, let's be real. There were moments of that movie that were pretty much horror. Yep. Uh, yeah. The the tunnel. The, the, the tunnel. tunnel. Yep. Oh my yeah. god. That's and if you actually read behind the scenes of that movie, that's legit. They did that to scare the cast to get yep. genuine reactions. That's fantastic. They had no idea it was coming. Yep. Because <laughs> they didn't read the book. I know. It was on the book. Honestly, though, a remake of. 
not not necessarily a remake of The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, but you watch it now, and there are parts of it that are kind of low. Like it, that, they're like I'll put it on for the kids, and they don't really get grabbed by it like like I did yeah. when I was a kid. Like they're kind of like eh about it. Like we put it on in the background because we're like it's Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Like well, we're excited about it, but they're kind of yeah. like, well, peanuts peanuts in in general is just that sure. if that 1950s sensibility. It's that Norman Rockwelly esque mm-hmm. kind of thing, and it just doesn't play now. It yeah. just like there are parts of it that are just kind of lull out, and the kids are kind of like. I don't know if it's the sugar coma from too many Reese's cups or what, but like they kind of just like lose it about halfway through. But I mean, like, it, there's only some of those things that still hang 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 in there from that timeline. Like the year without a Santa Claus, people still really thoroughly enjoy because like our our generation forces like forces kids to be like, you, you must, we're like gonna this. watch this. <laughs> Because our parents were like, you will watch like this as well. Yes. And it just became tradition. I think a lot of those are that, like, what's the style stop motion? It's that, it, it, it's that claymation, stop motion that animation. Kind of, like, there's a charm to it that's a little, can kind of bypass certain things. You know what I mean? Again, and it, it, it's like... where, where Peanuts in general, it's kind of like, they're like, oh, shucks. And then everybody's like, no one talks like this anymore. And they're like, you know. Jinkies <laughs> and bejesus. <laughs> We all say bejesus at this table. That's, that's what I say. And Jinkies is good too, so. Yes. <laughs> the problem is the difference between Christmas and Halloween is. Santa? Well, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the emotions behind it. If you. It, the kids aren't getting into, you know, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, because there's nothing there for them. That they can relate to, you know, they're not sitting around waiting for the great, you know, waiting to go out trick or treating. They're on their tablets. They're on their, you know, they're playing games. What? There's nothing. And then to modernize those classics or to sequelize them, you just get you lose the charm that they had. Mm-hmm. You, for a lot of these, I look at it and go, you would either have to remake them completely and change the underlying themes to some. To a more modern take on Halloween, or just come up with new stories. Yeah, that's true. Um, so this Rob hates, but I loved it. Was um, the the Zoinks and Jinkies made me think of it? But Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Uh, <laughs> nobody likes Thirteen I Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Wait, wait. There's a Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. And there was, was there was pretty much Vincent Price's cartoon character that was Vincent Van Gogh. Go ahead. Oh basic. no, I love that show. Why? That was amazing. Why? It was so good. It was from the fantastic. show, or this was okay. This was a series. It was oh. a series, and I'm about to offer TJ divorce papers. <laughs> so here, here's oh the God. short, short, short version. It has 13 episodes. Thank God, it only has 13 episodes. <laughs> Secondly, it was the Scooby Doo that says, "Let's get rid of the entire cast of Scooby Doo, except we'll keep Shaggy, we keep Scooby, we keep Daphne." And they get rid of everybody else, introduce a new character, Flim Flam, who sucked, and then they kept Scrappy no! Doo. Wait, wait, wait. No, they they kept Scrappy was the low point, they but everything else Scrappy. is awesome. They they kept kept I'm never going to watch this show. They also never. had Vincent Van Gogh. Yes, so they did have Vincent Price. Amazing. But he also had like two minutes per because that was all of their budget. It's okay, he was worth it. It was you, worth it. You just made me realize one movie nobody has mentioned yet. What? Edward Scissorhands. Oh, you made me think of it when you said yeah. Vincent Price. Like, Kat got excited when she's like, oh my god, nobody mentioned Scooby-Doo, and she's mouthing it, but she only brings right, it up so. for 
13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> That's, uh, that, that is fairly upsetting. I will upsetting. say Scooby-Doo on Zombie Sorry. Island is actually a fantastic horror-y... Like, it's not as good. The Hex Girls? Yeah. 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 Where it was like that, because they went down to New Orleans, and it was a I mean, just Scooby-Doo in general movie. was good. I, I, I'm a big fan of the Scooby-Doo Supernatural episode. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's so good. Scooby-Doo meets Batman Brave and the Bold. Yeah. <laughs> that was also phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Scooby-Doo in general was a good yes. classic of just Halloween in general. Uh, my big one, though, for me, that... I would love to see the reboot of. No. 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo will never, ever come back. Thank God. Um, we found the sore point. I love all. the marital disputes oh. that are happening at this table right now. She brought it up yesterday, and I'm still, like, she, her bringing it back up, I'm like, oh, I can hear no. the disdain. It's just Anger. Why were, so two, why were two marriages broken up in podcast? 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. I don't know. And everybody goes, and everybody goes, What? Judge would be like, no. Wow, Cat, I've never seen that hand motion for you before. Cool it. <laughs> but the thing, and it was one of my go-tos I mentioned beforehand. I would love to see updated. I want a new TV series that is a kid-friendly uh, as well, uh, just like it was, but updated and not more. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? That's more family-friendly yes. because we're back in that trend again. Like. Think about it. We have new Twilight Zone coming. If you think about it, like whether you like it or not, Black Mirror brought together the, a brand new version of Twilight Zone back to TV. Mm-hmm. It was just all about sci-fi that's and, and technology, and that's what it was all based on. But like all those things, like I know a lot of people, it's 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 a bit much for. But like you know, Stranger Things brings back that idea of like oh. kids in horror and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The new uh, it coming back brings that kids and <laughs> so but <good>. like. <laughs> But, like, all these things, though, bring back this uh, a good reason f- to have a kid's campfire story thing that you can watch with the family. Like, that show ended, like, f- 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a perfect time for that to come back again. Yeah. I don't know if you could necessarily reboot this to make it family-friendly, because it wasn't necessarily anything Halloween. It was a series that was all year round. But I got excited when I initially heard they were bringing the show back, and then they kind of scrapped it. But Tales from the Crypt... Tales from the Crypt oh, is coming back. So uh, no, it hasn't. Oh, they, God. Oh, they, that's right. They, they, they canned it. Yeah. Because it was supposed to be... It was family-friendly. It was supposed to be... And like, no, it wasn't. It was on HBO. It was not family-friendly. You watched family 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 Tales from the Crypt Keeper. Oh, that is that what was I the, watched. That was the animated version. Yes, for that's oh, what I remember I remember that. But they were originally supposed to reboot it with M. Night Shyamalan being the writer behind it, and then they canned it. What a twist. What a twist. What a twist. Any other classics people would love to see updated? Well, actually, I kind of want to bookend off of what you were saying, Rob, because I've actually gone back and rewatched a lot of the. Um, uh, oh are God! You afraid of the yeah, dark? Are you afraid of the dark? Most of them really hold up. Yeah, like yeah. scarily hold up. Yeah. And I think maybe because a lot of them were kind of timeless in their storytelling. Well, they are doing a movie. I do know that. Um, and I don't know if it's going to be a made-for Nickelodeon movie that they're doing, but it sounds like they are doing a movie of Are You uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I mean, the one thing I can say to that is, I'm cold. Oh. <laughs> yeah. My favorite one was still the pinball one, where the kid gets yes. trapped inside the pinball machine. Oh my gosh. They could always do Goosebumps. Well, they, they're doing two Goose. They just did are a second they? Goosebump movie. Because if they translated, like, I, I used to devour those books, and if they translated those over to... And from what I understand from people who have seen both of them, the original and the, the new one, they're actually both really well done. Nice. And I think Jack Black plays R.L. Stein in the movie. In the first one. In the first, in the first one. one. In the first yeah. one. Yeah. not in the second one. But I guess it's like the Night of the Living Dummy is kind of like the tales, the, the Crypt yeah. Keeper, essentially, of it all. Pretty so. much. Mm-hmm. 
No. I, I will say, though, on the on the note of Jack Black and Goosebumps, I did go see The House with a Clock in Its Walls, <gasps> and it's really well done. It's oh, really yeah. good. I was curious about um, that. Yeah. Anybody else have anything, last pieces, before we go to break? No? All right. So we'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about the best comedic takes and remakes of classic horror. So, And we'll be back in just a few. Calling one and all tonight. It's hopping at the hall tonight. Dropping at the ball tonight. Disney's Halloween treat. Creatures on the prowl tonight. Features fair and foul tonight. They'll meet you there to howl tonight at Disney's Halloween treat. And we're back. All right, so I guess the best place to come in from this is going to be uh, some of the best comedic takes or remakes of horror movies. So kind of like taking classic characters and kind of putting a little bit of a twist on them. Uh, Kenny actually brought this up in our our group chat, and uh, it was kind of amusing because a couple characters that we haven't thought about. Um, And one of the first ones he brought up was Young Frankenstein. Which is taking these classic horror movie cre- uh, characters and creatures and kind of turning them on their heads. So, find my boyfriend. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Ghostbusters. I'm gonna go with Ghostbusters. It was the, you know, it took ghosts and then just added comedy to it. It was so successful. Of a formula, even the four guys that were in it couldn't replicate it well twice. <laughs> Young Frankenstein was mine, so that was, like, that is the best funny horror movie ever. Uh, this might be a, I don't think this is a stretch, but I don't know how many other people might have thought about it, but Little Monsters with Howie Mandel and Fred Savage. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, that was still yeah. creepy. And that was a good take, a comedic family take on the monster under the bed. Oh, mine's not a family take. That's a- okay, so um, we watched it on Saturday, but The Final Girls is a really great comedic take. But it's a, but you it's, bitch, you totally took yeah. mine. <laughs> but it's, it, it's, I think that's acceptable. I think, like, because we can, again, it doesn't have to be purely it's not, family friendly. It's so yeah, good. so it's fantastic. It's pretty much, it's it, so it plays, it riffs on the 80s horror movie trope, like the slasher flick, like yeah. Freddy type stuff. Yeah, or yeah. not Freddy, um, Jason. Jason, Jason yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, Freddy the, too. and the main characters are modern day and they get sucked into an 80s horror movie. So like, uh, Think of the last action hero movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And they nice. walk into the screen and end up stuck in it. But like when mm-hmm. they run through a scene, they keep circling back from the other side of the screen because that's all that was shot. So they're <laughs> stuck. It's so funny. Like they missed the ride to camp and then there's like, they're running a clock that says 92 minutes later and the bus comes by again because the movie ended and started over. movie started over. <laughs> yeah. About it is anytime because like again it followed the old trope so anytime anyone's like about to have sex or it's like you hear the but they all hear it and they're like oh god no <laughs> so at one point they use it as bait and the one girl like who was the supposed to be like the one that you well, know she's the slut yeah. yeah so she um she you know she, they they had. The, the fucking glove mitt, like the they, oven mitt strapped they, So she wouldn't take her clothes off and couldn't oh, easily do it herself. <laughs> she had a life preserver on and then oven mitts duct taped her. <laughs> so she couldn't strip Girl, down and when it was ready, it was like, okay. You can strip now, but the best part is though, there's like a little piece that, the, you, that we didn't bring up is she also found one of the 
modern day uh, characters bottles of Adderall and was like, oh, what God. is Adderall? And when you see her, she is super hyped up she's on Adderall. She's on like 10 Adderall. Like 10, 15 Adderall while she's stripping and it's hysterical. She's right. Oh my God. She's like... <laughs> um, I, and this is not like family friendly, but I love Cabin in the Woods. I think yes. it's one of the funniest yes. horror movies I've ever yeah. seen and I still love the bets going on in the in the office area. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, on the on akin to, you know, something like Final Girls flipping something on its head and putting a comedic turn on a horror film, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is fantastic and one of my favorite the are, like horrible like hillbilly rednecks yeah. like oh, you know constantly being really stuck in the good. wrong situations at the wrong time yes. or just being seen at the worst ways. Everyone I would have mentioned has been mentioned. That's oh. sad. Okay, I've got one. Well, I'm going to check with Bill real quick. So this this movie I'm thinking of has ghosts. It's got a scary plot line of a family losing a house. Um, it's it's Field of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it's a baseball movie. It's got ghosts in it. It's got ghosts. Okay, funniest take. It's not necessarily super family friendly. I mean, I would probably say teens would be okay to watch it. But what we do in the shadows. Yes. This movie is freaking hilarious. I lost my mind because as like somebody who cut my teeth on LARPing for Vampire the Masquerade, it is everybody's oh. poor choice character rolled up into a hysterical mock documentary. Yes. Werewolves, not, not swearwolves. <laughs> and I can't and wait. that's the other side of it, too. So I can't wait for that movie I to come know, out. It's so good. Well, you, the, the TV series is coming next. They're doing a TV series, and then they're also going to be apparently doing a movie that's from the perspective of the cops. Yes. Like, the, the cops that they show for, like, two seconds. Yes. As, like, the little girl vampires are devouring pedophiles. <laughs> and, like, the other vampires, like the, like, the main vampires are out and about, like, trying to get into clubs, but they have to be invited in. It's, oh, my God. It's freaking hilarious. I love that, like... You see Twilight? Have you seen Twilight? I'm Twilight. That's me. That's me. I'm Twilight. <laughs> but, like... Then vomiting Ken, blood in Ken the Ken Latate, the fact that, like, he was the lead of that, but, like, went on, and it's crazy to think that he was the writer and director of Thor Ragnarok. Right? Oh, and you're yeah. like... And it makes it that much better. I, know, I was really doing does. an erotic dance uh, for my friends, and then you interrupted and ruined it all. <laughs> so I thought Ben was going to say this one earlier, but Shaun of the Dead. Oh. Shaun of the Dead. Yes. But Shaun of the Dead, while comedic, yeah. still has some elements of horror to it. No, but it's, it's a lot of these do, though. Because, yeah, yeah, I mean, even true. if you look at Cabin in the Woods or, like, Tucker and Dale, like, there are elements of... Like, there's less in Tucker and Dale versus Evil, but, like, you know... Tucker and Dale ends in a traditional horror That's way. true. But yeah, Shaun yeah, of the true. Dead is the comedy horror for zombie movies. But, be, well, but also Zombieland is at the same time. That is as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually have one that is definitely played into horror, but is played for laughs. Clue. Yes. Because that's still a murder mystery, whether you like it or not. It's played for a laugh from the start to finish, but same with the way that like Young Frankenstein is, you know. And it's but it's a perfect Halloween feeling, fun, just humorous moment. I lost the title of the movie. Um, What's it about? Zombie romance. Warm bodies. That's warm bodies. Yep. There's another good one that just adds romance and comedy to it. Zombie Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Just so we don't forget about this one, Army of Darkness. Army of oh, Darkness. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yes, that's true. essentially a Three Stooges movie with, yes. <laughs> with... I mean, and they're not even zombies. They're just... It's a skeleton horde more than anything else. There's like five <laughs> zombies in the whole movie and the rest are just crazy skeletons. You ain't wrong. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yes. Yes. Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice is so good. And that's and it's such a classic. I mean, that I, one holds up too. That yeah, one you can watch. And oddly enough, like... 
when we first got together, I remember one of the first things we did, I, I remember having copies of all of the Beetlejuice animated series. Oh, and we watched it in our yes. first apartment. And, like, oddly enough, oh. at the time, I'm like, this is still fun. It was so. entertaining. I enjoyed it. They're um, actually making that that's opening up this week Broadway. In, on, in D.C. as the out-of-town tryouts for Broadway. What? Yeah, they're doing yeah. a Beetlejuice uh, musical. And I've heard it's fantastic. Well, Beetlejuice the musical? Yes. yes. What? Well, speaking of musicals, what about Little Shop of Hearts? Oh, yeah, oh. definitely. Oh, that one's so good. I mean, I mean, you look at the cast of that, it's mainly comedians. Yep. And, you yeah. Know, Rick yeah. Moranis. Well, Rick Moranis, Steve a, Martin. It truly is a horror story if you go with the actual Broadway or yes, the musical. because everybody dies. Because everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> and the acting of that is bad enough to scare anybody. Oh, oh stop. Oh, 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 that's it. The divorce is definitely I I was going to say... Some of the best ones that are comedic are ones that aren't meant to be comedic, but they just turn out to be comedic just by the way they are. And in that sense, Killer Clowns from Outer yes. Space <laughs> is a comedic <sighs> horror movie that wasn't meant to be Shoto comedic. Brothers. But, but it turned out to be comedic. We're going there. Attack of the Killer, Killer Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yes! yes. yes. Um, I'm not going to touch base on this too, too much. The same way I really want us to lightly gloss over Young Frankenstein is Dracula Dead and Loving, yes. another Mel Brooks movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to that, though, too, High Anxiety, another Mel Brooks movie. Oh, so you're yeah. Alfred Hitchcock, Hitchcock, Hitchcock movie. Yep. Yep. And all these, the reason I don't want to really touch on these is our episode next month is all Mel Brooks movies. Yay! So Yay! it's better for us not to get too deep <laughs> yeah. into that. But I mean, like one of the coolest things, and we'll definitely bring it up next month, but the greatest thing about Young Frankenstein, I don't know, but if anybody knows the trivia, and I'm going to put the Raven cap, uh, Claw cap on, is the actual set that they use for the monster creation is the actual original set from Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, Every no glass beaker, electrode is all from the original movie. Wow. And that makes it that much cooler. 50 points to Ravenclaw. That's <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and it was things something they actually fought to to um, get. So. Oh, very cool. And akin to The Final Girls, which we watched last night, we watched another comedic horror one last night, which was The Frighteners. Oh, Frighteners is awesome. Frighteners. Frighteners well, Frighteners, some... Frighteners starts comedic, and then it... It makes a hard, yes. hard right yeah. turn into horror ter- territory. For ones that are comedic, I'm going to bring it up again. The Lost Boys. Yes. Yeah. 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 The that Lost Boys. True. That was the it's one funny. reason why I honestly could watch that movie over and over again, even as a kid. Even though there were scary parts. There were people getting bitten. There were, you know, sinks exploding full of blood and stuff. But at the same time, there were the Frog Brothers. Who were freaking hilarious. Like, they were the, you know, there was that really funny dynamic with them, and then, like, the cool kind of funny grandfather and stuff. So, yeah, that that movie holds up as far as I'm concerned for, mm-hmm. for funny horror movies. I've got one more, uh, and this is going with, along with Bill and saying Army of Darkness, but I'm going to say Bubba Hotep. Oh my yeah. god! Yes. I'm not familiar with this. So Bubba, oh, Hotep. Bubba Hotep is a uh, story of Elvis actually didn't die. He just disappeared into a nursing facility, and his best friend was <laughs> somebody Ozzy Davis. Ozzy Davis, so black guy who says he's JFK. Yep. <laughs> they turned him black. They turned him black through government conspiracy, is his quote. But like, <laughs> you're not. You never know. Is this guy crazy or is he really Elvis? Yeah. But, like, he, they're geriatric at this point. Like, he's meant to be, like, late 70s and he's dying of, of penile cancer. I, I think believe. so, yeah. <laughs> but, like, they have to fight an evil mummy that there is, is, a, tr- there is a mummy trying that is to kill. sucking the life out of people in the nursing home. 
It is amazing. Yes. It must be starving, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One more as far as funny horror movies. The original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movies. Oh, yeah. The whole death of Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah. Yes. In that terrible. He like, would not I, die. Yeah. Yeah. Even <laughs> through the credits, he still <laughs> died. <laughs> One, that was the first after credit scene I remember yeah. growing up as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, I, uh, I'm going to bring it up here, too, because like we brought up Scooby-Doo beforehand, but the live-action version of Scooby-Doo, the first one that they did, like the second one, I think a lot of people that have seen it would agree is better, because that feels more like a classic Scooby-Doo No, story. they brought in Scrappy in the second one. We don't well, that's no, the first, the first one. one. Scrappy was the... De- was the Scrappy oh, that's right. Scrappy was the bad that's guy, right. that's which right. is why it was so much fun. Which Monsters Unleashed was like the return of all the classic yeah. Scooby villains. That's the one that they have uh, set free. Yep. Uh, it's in the second one, because they were... That's right, I got it. That was the love interest for Velma. Mm-hmm. Because he was a museum curator. But, like, they did a really good job playing up Scooby-Doo, but actually using demons and monsters and made it. And the casting was actually really well done for that movie, too. So much so that Matthew Lillard is still shaggy, Shaggy even in the cartoons. Yep. So, like uh, a lifetime Shaggy. He found his calling. Any last last ones we would say are big comedic Zoinks? pieces for this? <laughs> what? Would Idle Hands be comedic? I, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, Idle Hands it's definitely is. Me- it's definitely horror, but yeah. I think there's some comedic. Out- well, I mean, yeah, it has to be because when you figure Seth Green ridiculous. and the other guy, like, just as dead friends the whole movie is. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. um, all right. So. Kat actually posed this one, and I thought this was a great piece, too, kind of as we get more into kind of the normal horror territory, but kind of playing with the the idea of this a little bit, is uh, what are some of the most uncommonly used monsters from myth and legend we'd love to see incorporated into a horror film? Uh, And again, please feel free to add if you would like this to be a family-friendly kind of horror film or just kind of traditional horror. Fesh. I'm going to go, if we're going to talk uncommon, with the Heidi Hinder. Mm-hmm. What is that? That is a monster that only people that live in northern Nova Scotia would be <laughs> culturally aware of. That's how uncommon and rare that thing is. It's an yeah. old, old myth going back what hundreds of years. Like, it's just a creature that lives out in the woods and kills occasional families oh. that go camping uh, in Dagger neat. Woods. The, the, the name of the so wood cool. area is northern Nova Scotia. Very, very, very rare thing. So, huh. Or small town thing. Uh, well, you could go with the uh, infamous Pine Barrens Jersey Devil. That was that, that was what I was going to mention too. Yeah, which has been used in a movie before. It was but, in an X Files episode too. Yes, yeah, yes, but it was. you but it has not been very prevalent in right. Any movies. Agree. Yeah. Um, I would love to see the um, Celtic idea of a changeling. The that thing that comes and steals the uh, baby. There's a movie called Spring uh, that we've been meaning to watch that came out in 2014. That's mm-hmm. all about a changeling and a guy really? a, a guy falling in love in Europe. So. Well, I have to watch that. I know it. Gritty. No. <laughs> hey, hey uh, you leave Gritty alone. Uh, no, I, I leave him alone, but I also want to see it, though, too. No, but re- seriously, I would do, um, I'd want to see something along the lines of more Greek mythology. Um, Cyclops, Sirens, that would be cool. Medusa. Oh my god, a modern day Medusa movie? Yeah. That would be fun. I would love to see ban- like more banshees used in things. Yeah, that's yeah. like always. It always freaked me out when I was little, and I've never really seen many versions in movies. It's a crappy version because yeah. it's so, it's so old, but it still scares me because I, I watched it growing up. Darby will go the little people. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah. banshee at the end of that movie that's creepy. coming for the daughter. That creeped me out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> see, it's such a creepy concept. It was I'm a like, Disney movie. Yeah. I've never seen it. 
It'd it'd be a whale of a good time. Right? Yes. Yes, it would be a whale of a good time. I want to see a movie on the Baba Yaga. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, you stole my Jersey Devil, so I stole your Baba Yaga. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Every Fair. time I think of uh, Bobby Yaga is um, uh, Lost Girl. Lost Girl. That episode yep, is so yep. freaking good. It's disturbing and I love it. Although if we're gonna if we're gonna be true, we have to have Kenzie pronounce it the right way. The Baba Yaga. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say for me, uh, I would love to see a, a Nessie horror movie. Yeah, nice. Like that you're even like kind of like doing multiple of them. It's like uh, like champion, uh, like champ or something like that. Like you know, or or Nessie, either of the two. Just a good sea monster story. On that note, I want to see something with Sasquatch, like an actual horror movie. With I was gonna say Harry and the Hendersons too. Yeah. Harry is not back. a Sasquatch. <laughs> Gritty is something <laughs> altogether in itself. We're going down this rabbit hole. I want a unicorn horror movie. You're gonna get it in Legends this year. First first episode Excellent. of Legends. Evil evil unicorn. <laughs> that tries to kill I'm Gary. Didn't you see the unicorn episode of, Gra- of Gravity Falls? No. We've never oh watched. God. We've never watched Gravity, watch Falls. Gravity Falls. I haven't either. Talking about like talk about like creepy stuff that's also kid friendly, but creeps you the heck out. Watch the Summerween episode of Gravity Falls. Yeah. The whole show is basically like Armageddon for kids, um, but Aww. it's really cute and hysterical. And I watched it with my daughter, and it's it's really great. They actually love it. Oh, but there's awesome. a there's a unicorn episode, yeah. which is hilarious and there's an episode called Summerween. It's only two seasons. It's a really great show, but it's a it's a it's a good one that's family friendly but also will creep you the hell out. Agreed. Because nice. you brought up that there's another show I totally completely forgot existed that we missed in the beginning. Erie, Indiana. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a, that was that was essentially X-Files for kids yeah. growing up. And it was some of it was intense, like really, really intense. But it was a little bit of a mixture of that and Twin Peaks. It was creepy, but it was super fun. Yeah, Twin Peaks. Thank you. I was trying to think of the name of that show forever. So I got, I got, I got an idea, and this idea would combine a lot of things. And unfortunately, it borrows some stuff from like Stranger Things, uh, Jumanji. Uh, to to name I like how you another. Look at me when you said Jumanji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think of you when I think of Robin Williams. Yeah, exactly. Um, but. Imagine it would be kind of like an adventure horror movie. Kids playing D and D, and then the monsters from D and D start to come to life. The biggest thing that they have to fight—you could save this for well, well, no, this kind of fits here. So you're fine. Oh, okay, you're good. You're good. No, you're fine. Displacer beasts, not beholders. No, not beholders. Beholders are child's play compared to the displacer beasts. They just blink in and out and just go all crazy, and you don't know where they're coming from. Hmm. What's a displacer beast? It's a, said it. it's a beast that kind of like so it phases, kind of it, it phases, phases it doesn't phase in and out of existence. It kind of like, it doesn't blink around because that's a blink okay. dog, but then, you know, it kind of like, yeah, <laughs> it does things. It jazz hands at you? It jazz hands at you. <laughs> that's very menacing. I, pers- <laughs> I personally think we don't have enough zombie stuff in the genre right now. Oh God, no. <laughs> No more zombies. I think I'm actually not a fan of zombies. I, I, I need a, I about zombies, a 20 and I'm just so year break from zombies. From zombies. Yeah. I, I'm good with I'm 10. Tired. I could do a 10 year break without zombies. I'm tired of zombies. As long now, as I can still watch Shaun of the Dead. Some new creepy crawlies. I've, all I've been looking up because I've been doing so much, um, so many fae books or fae related books is like diving down the rabbit hole of like all the weird ass creatures that technically constitute as. And there are a lot. 
I'm gonna actually like harken back to Cabin in the Woods, and I'm gonna join Bradley, Brad, like Bradley Whitford. Mer- I want a merman movie. Actually, <laughs> merman. So there was there was this weird, and I know I've talked about it before, but there was a very weird anime that was like Pet only, Shop of Horrors. Yes, Pet Shop of Horrors, and it was only like four episodes long. It was really small, but like um, or it was really short. But like I remember they had because they it was like a very like weird concept the pet shop like didn't really sell they sold monsters pretty much but like it masqueraded as pets and so you had um there was one um where like they wanted like a kid or something and so like the parents bought like they bought a child and but like it they pretty much had to treat it like a gremlin where like they couldn't feed it and all it wanted was food and it got really creepy and when they fed it it killed them um but then there was a mermaid and the mermaid was like, I think it was the guy's, the guy fell in love with it. So it was a very weird show. Can I have whatever Kat's been thinking? <laughs> no, I've heard about this numerous it's times, not just from her, really from other people. Weird. Everybody said it is a disturbing. It's super did, disturbing. Didn't we basically get that with Shape of Water? We've never seen it. I haven't seen it. Oh. I never saw well, it. Well, Aquaman's coming too. I've but... heard about it. I have all three women at the table that is like, yes. <laughs> The Shape of Water, a.k.a. the Hellboy prequel <laughs> that Guillermo del Toro will not admit to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're coming out with The Shape of Machines with that Bumblebee movie. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bumblebee's well, getting his own movie? Yeah, and it actually looks pretty good. I'm like, yeah, it, it does. Yeah. Um, we we got a movie about a, a tire that killed people. Rubber. So oh, I, I want to see a movie of about other car parts. Muffler. Like, transmission. <laughs> a steering wheel. There's actually a kids movie called Monster Truck. Look yes, it up. but that's Aww, uh, that, but that's a truck in, with an alien in it. I I want this was literally just a tire that rolled around yeah. and killed people. You have to see rubber. It's so I I want to see. Well, I think this is a good place for us to transition into our next topic. What are the most least threatening monsters in horror? <laughs> a tire. The killer um, tomatoes. So ironically, <laughs> they were terrible. <laughs> scared the shit out of me like when I was a kid. to my dreams. Ironically, I'm going to pick the monster that most people here feared the most. I was six or seven when I first saw Chucky. Charles, yeah. 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 And I looked at my father and said, I don't understand. It's a doll. He's Can't a they just pick it doll. up by the hair and walk around with it like Punch this? It. Yeah. I'm like, I don't understand that. I'm pretty sure fire. you could kick it out the window. I was say, yeah, kill it with fire. Like, because it's the 80s. All childhood toys were very flammable. Yeah. yeah. Like, I never understood why this thing was supposed to be scary. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I could take it. Uh, I, I can actually, I can jump in for least terrifying monsters in horror. The Ginger Dead Man. Yeah. The only reason it was scary was because it was played by Gary, Gary Busey. Mm. But it was an evil. It was a guy that a, like a mass murderer that fell into a vat inside of a cookie factory and became an evil gingerbread man. <laughs> and they made four <laughs> of them. They did. We got it and we rented it from Blockbuster. Ah. Oh, and, and here's the thing: oh, to God. show you on how low budget it is, Gary Busey is only in the first one. <laughs> He <laughs> even thought it was a wise decision to break away from the franchise. When Gary Busey says no, then you know it, too you, steady paycheck. <laughs> I'd like to say Rob wins. We can move on to the next. <laughs> well, I don't know because if you're going to go akin to a gingerbread man that kills people, what about a snowman? Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Do you not the. Build a snowman? Not that one. <laughs> or the one played by Michael Keaton. <laughs> 
Yes. Which I secretly kind of like. (laughs) Exactly. Break out a hairdryer or a lighter. Come on. It's a snowman. I personally never really been that afraid of vampires. Like the That's old, you are one. No, the oh. old school vampires just sat around and talked you to death. <laughs> That's because vampires are sexy. Well, no, even the modern vampires, I don't, I just don't find that that frightening. Except are we talking about the ones that sparkle and are gay? In no, 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 no. I'm, okay, I'm even good. talking like because uh, they're not vampires. No, I agree no, with you. Yeah, I just there's no. the concept just <laughs> doesn't doesn't scare me because there there's never a lot of them. Um, I, I I can tell you that the most I've ever was kind of creeped out, even just the slightest bit was the interview of the vampire movie when Tom Cruise comes out of the swamp and then stalking around the house. Yeah. And you don't know he's there, and then you see him playing the piano, but, like, it's just, like, a shriveled up husk. Yeah. That was, like, maybe the only time I felt even, like, a little, like, Ugh. But, yeah. like, but was it because it was Tom Cruise or because it was nuts? <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Tom Cruise. Um, there was a vampire... It was a book. Um, I don't... I think it was called The Strand. They did make a movie. Yes. Or yeah. not a movie. TV yeah, series. TV series. TV series. Yeah. That actually had one of the creepiest representations, but they handled it like a zombie outbreak type of thing, where, like, the vampire outbreak started happening, and then as it degenerated, um, or as it progressed, um, they became, like, the Nosferatu type of, like, you know, cave-dwelling creepy crawlies that you think of. And that was terrifying, because there's no longer any human aspects. And that just makes me, just thinking about that now, too, also makes me want to watch Shadow of the Vampire. Such a good movie. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, on that version of, like, frightening vampires, 30 Days of Night is another one, too, where they're meant to be vicious and mm-hmm. there's no... It takes place in Alaska. Yep. The sun doesn't come up. Where the sun doesn't vampires come up. Vampires run It's, it's run nighttime rampant. all That's for brilliant. 30 days. It is yeah. 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 And there was a sequel to it. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Um, so, and you bring it back to non-threatening monsters. <laughs> Well, we, we we started there. Was, yeah, I know, I know. And, and then we went down a dark path of actual scary vampires. Uh, how about a monster from a movie that was made in our area, The Blob? Oh, yeah. yeah. That thing is what? terrifying. Why yeah, is it terrifying? You, you can stop it. It's unstoppable. Yeah, but you can just walk away. Like, you can just walk away from it. You it's a blob. Understand it is the slowly fact that rolling. The f- no, it. the fact that it's unstoppable makes you stop in your tracks and try and process oh. for an hour and a half while all three just to consume you. That's terrifying to me. There was a really good one. Um, I remember Mike and I watching it like when we were in high school. I want to say it's like Day of the Triffids. Yeah. And oh. they're, they're plant monsters, mm-hmm. and they're eventually defeated by salt water. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> Brilliant. Best non-threatening movie monster ever. I mean, the blob is definitely up there because really all you need are a bunch of fire extinguishers oh. or Them. maybe just to let the jello mold uh, melt. Right the around sun. the same time too is uh, a movie called Them and it's giant ants. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> Magnifying glass. It's early 1950s. It was, yes. They were some great classic ones. Signs. That's what I was going to say too. The aliens from Signs. We landed on a planet that's 70% water. I've got you beat. The happening. It's the goddamn plants. <laughs> yes, but that couldn't really be defeated, so to speak. You know, these were aliens. Stop killing land- the plants. But these were aliens that landed on Earth to invade a, con- a planet that is seventy percent water. Well, that's like similar to Mars attacks, and they yeah. stop the aliens with loud, high pitched music. Do you realize you're trying to tell the? Man who is allergic to everything, including the earth. Oh, he lives that the happening every, every day. Happening every day. <laughs> <laughs> if the flower sees in my direction, I have to go in a hermetically sealed suit. <laughs> uh, going back to the classic monsters, you know, the the old um, 
you know, the old MGM monsters and such. One of them that I never really found frightening, and even in Monster Squad, is like defeated in, like almost instantly is a mummy. Like yeah. I never got why yeah. a mummy was scary. That always it's comes literally a skeleton in wraps, and that's it. They're Are you jumping in on this? Um, a little bit. Only okay. just like the old school monsters that I don't necessarily find threatening. Frankenstein's monster. I just feel sad for him. Aww. Well, that's kind of what he was, though, too. Yeah. Like he was because even in oddly enough, even connecting to Monster Squad. Yeah. yeah. And in the classic original one, like that's the infamous shot of the monster and the little girl like yeah. handing the flower yeah. like, uh, but the same in the monster squad it, it, it befriends the I small just feel chi- child like and that's what it so is misunderstood, but that's know? what a lot of the original MGM universal monsters were they were they were kind of viewed as the same way that we view the introductions of like the mutants of the X-Men and stuff like that They're, they were the misunderstood creatures hmm. like think about like the original Dracula uh, the only one that really wasn't was like Boris Karloff's The Mummy um but, like, you know, Dracula was looking for his long-lost love, you know. But the mummy was the only one that was really going after to try to kill people. Everything else was pretty much just kind of like, sorry. What about, <laughs> what about the creature of the Black Lagoon? Well, Black Lagoon was another one, though, too. Again, mermen. Well, yeah. That's why. Mermen. Um, yeah, the <laughs> jumping off of the Frankenstein thing, the, or Frankenstein's monster, the best representation I've seen modern day is Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so good, and you feel so bad. Well, isn't his name Caliban in that? Like, Caliban, yeah. Very much draw from that yes, idea. Yes, Tempest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to jump back to least scary again, and I can tell you right now, one of the things that has never frightened me is Marshmallow Fluff. <laughs> hey, this I stuff is a messed up movie. It is a messed up movie. I tried oh to pick the least God. threatening thing, right? <laughs> I, I just thought of the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Well, movie. no, not Stay Puft. I'm talking about the Marshmallow from The Stuff, the movie The Stuff. I have oh not my seen God. it. That movie is... But Stay Puft is also not that scary. It's it's, it's, it's not the concept. It's the size Mother of Stay Puft <laughs> that is frightening. What did you do, Ray? <laughs> what did you do? It's the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Okay, so for those that don't know it, please explain the stuff. Because yeah, I don't know, know and Kat It's knows. been a long time since I've seen it, so that you're probably going to have to talk horrendous. about it. So essentially, basically... I'm only reminded of it because you had me download it. People essentially are... Find the best thing, if you've, anybody here is familiar with uh, Futurama? Yes. Okay. Everybody remember Poplars? Yes. They're like, everyone's like, oh my god, they're like like little like fried shrimp. They're amazing. And everybody eats them. They're like, oh my god, they're alive. Imagine the same concept in a movie from the 1980s where everybody's like, this is like marshmallow fluff, but it's better than marshmallow fluff. And everybody gets addicted to it. Nobody knows. And it's realized it's an alien thing that was from an asteroid that keeps expanding, but it eats you away from the inside. Ooh. But the entire world gets obsessed with it. It's I will a never really eat Oreos again. <laughs> <messed up laughs> Liar. That's cream. That's not Liar. Liar. All right, good, good. Uh, the uh, one um, it's in the least threatening is uh, Troll Two. The Gremlins or Goblins? Goblins. The Goblins in Troll Two because there are no actual trolls in Troll Two that are from. Neil Bog is spelled <laughs> Goblin. Neil Bog is Goblin spelled backwards. Yeah, oh, that movie was so. Bad. The original entire cast <laughs> quit. Was- so bad. <laughs> they took people with no acting experience from the town they were shooting oh, in and said, here, play this part. They also didn't have a script. <laughs> I need to watch this movie. The no, witch. I do too. Let's get drunk and watch it now. Yes. Oh, go ahead. The, the popcorn witch. Because she's like seducing with a cob of corn. And you're not quite it, sure. And they're I think they're like in an RV, right? Go I think she's <laughs> It's like a small house or like a cottage or an RV. Be, yeah, they were trying to, 
But you're very much led to believe that the the she's ear trying of... to be seductive with an ear of corn, and like you do, it, it bursts. <laughs> the, the the heat gets so hot in the room because of her magical seduction spells that the cob of corn starts turning into fucking popcorn. Because that's, that's an allegory. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the little boy, and the little boy pees on the like the um family's food too because he's like it's gonna turn you into goblins. So the little boy at the very beginning of the movie stands up in the middle of their like breakfast and pees on everyone's food. You're like, what the fuck are we watching? Right. You just described life with a two-year-old. <laughs> it kind of feels like something John Waters would have done. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. No, even John Waters has taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What about Critters? Uh, Critters isn't that bad. Okay. I mean, I would say, like, goofy, silly, doesn't feel that terrifying. Gremlins. Like, well, let's see here. Be specific. Gremlins 2. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gremlins 1 scared the shit out of me when yeah, I was a Michelle's kid. Yeah, Michelle Another fantastic Christmas movie. <laughs> the only scary Agreed. gremlin in Gremlins 2 is probably the spider gremlin. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's about Again. it. But that was also the leader, too. That was also, like, no, the spike of... No, no the, 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 the yeah, super... Yeah, he becomes the spider. Well, he becomes a spider, but he it's the real leader is the super smart one. The brain. The brain one. Yeah, the one that's sophisticated. And the the sophisticated one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, like, and he's like, here, take this chap, for example. That's like, yep, 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 yep. And he shoots him. He's like, was that civilized? No. no. Was it fun? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is that in yes. Yes. I have vague, horrible memories of two. And Grandpa, uh, Grandpa, uh, Grandpa Fred is in it from yep. the Monsters. From the Monsters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, my God. Because he's essentially playing Elvira. Oh my god, Elvira is another thing that would essentially be there a classic is an Elvira movie. There's like two, I think. Yeah. Of them. And I think she's talking about coming back to reprise the role for another film. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, any other least threatening monsters in horror? I feel like we can Most of them. <laughs> I mean. All right. So here's my favorite thing that was brought up to me because I'm. I love this concept. <laughs> And I gotta give Kat all the credit for this. Is if you could have any monster as a pet, what creature would it be and why? And I, more importantly, what would you name it? Ah, Ben was very excited. Very Gizmo! And I would Aww. keep him as Gizmo because I know the rules and I can follow the goddamn rules. Mm. That's fair. Okay. Famous Jada. last words. I know. I would have a dragon as my pet <gasps> monster because in all things, I also want to be Daenerys, so uh, <laughs> I would definitely have at least one pet dragon. Names, I mean, if he's a dragon, he could probably name himself. So, or she, that's fine. Um, I would probably allow the dragon to name himself, but I mean, the, the dragon would accompany to me would accompany me to work and shoot Aww. fire at clients I don't like. <laughs> You would also, like, fly my kids to school and drop them off. They'd be like, you know, like, like just slide down the wing, children. They'd be like, bye, Grogo, and, like, go to school. <laughs> Actually, a really good name, Chomp. Because you bite, and the dragon bites. Or, or, we could call, call it Pete, and have it be Pete's dragon. And be like, Because he is the height of scientific achievement, I would like to have Brundlefly as a pet. Oh, God, no, why? What no. Wait, who? What? Brundlefly. Fly. Jeff Goldblum. No! Ew! And, and of course, of course. Are you going to... I'd call him Zaddy. You're going to call him Zaddy? Are you going to keep his jars of things? Like his his jar that has his penis in it still? Sure. Oh, God. <laughs> See, what's messed up is I was just thinking that myself, the monster from the fly. Um, So I'm going to go with the gremlin. 
I'm going to go the opposite of you. I'm feeding Gizmo intentionally after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you feed yours, I'll keep mine. Exactly. No, no, no. no he, it's, it's you go away on a vacation, and he's like, don't worry, man. I know the rules. Nothing's going to happen while you're away. <laughs> Absolutely no water, no food after midnight. I'll keep him out of sun. Well, Everything's see, fine. But that's the, that's the good thing, though, is that... Fine. And that's the thing, you, like... Paul watches your plane fly by, and he's just like, yes. dump, dump, dump. <laughs> Gizmo, got never, Gizmo got wet, but he never got fed after midnight. So no, he never he, turned into good. the actual ground. No, no, no. And I'm, I'm fine cloning little, little babies off of him. Although, in all honesty, we all knew those things were going south anyway, because of Gizmo's reaction to them, and their general attitudes before they metamorphosized. Now, if you we want to get Gizmo wet and keep one for yourself and do whatever you yeah, want, no, that's that was fine. my plan. Yeah, that was my plan. <laughs> okay, as long as Gizmo stays no, in the water, I'm not yeah. going to mess with your original. Plan. Well, okay, get, you're good. You, you also too have to have the Gizmo creature to become Rambo to potentially kill your gremlins later. That's all. Oh no, I'm moving countries at that point, and I'm naming mine Fred Astaire. <laughs> uh, it's a great name. I, I have a clarifying question. Yes. Uh, as a pet, would it obey my commands? Maybe. <laughs> it's a monster. Do you, Maybe. <laughs> do your cats obey your commands? Yes. Really? really? Yes. No, no, they don't. Yes, they our, do. My cat, our cat, our cat thinks it's a dog. Yeah. It yeah. comes when we call it. Yeah, it comes when I Again. call it, and when I and when I say it's saying loud enough, it stops. All right, to clarify, it's like going to a shelter. I'm like, that's the cutest kitten I've ever seen, but you have no idea what that kitten's gonna be in about a day. Which could the be... kitten turns into a Bagheera. Yeah. I can testify to that. Like, my newest cat is a nightmare. You could try to break it. It's also a monster, and it might say, no. So, it's... Okay. So, I would say, your shot, you're batting about 2% of a chance that you're going to be able to pull this off. So... Okay. Thoughts? Uh, or do you I, need to... Do you need I, to I, I need to rethink that. Okay. I want the Headless Horseman's horse. Ooh. Ah, what is it? Gunpowder? Gun, I can't. It's it's different in each iteration. There's different versions. Like yeah. I've heard different stories. I've heard Nightmare for one of them. Oh, it is Nightmare. Yeah. It is Nightmare. Um, Gunpowder is a is another horse. I'm trying to remember what it's from now though. Yeah, I want I want my I want my horse. My big. It's like a, it's got to be like a Belgian or something huge. It's definitely a. It's a, a big black stallion big black with black red stallion. eyes that breathes fire. Yes. <laughs> it's black Clydesdale. Cat. I want two. <laughs> okay, you get one to start, and if you can behave and feed it properly, you can have your other baby. <laughs> okay, well, I got feeding plans for, I want a werewolf. And yeah, that turns into a person sometimes, but we already have a contingency plan for people living in the closet and feeding them animal crackers. So, I can totally have a werewolf and feed it animal crackers in the closet. Oh my god. And also, if you have a werewolf, then you technically have a roommate and somebody to help pay bills and oh, like some mortgage and stuff. I mean, can we make yeah. Josh the werewolf? <gasps> So. Yes, that's like our. He'd be the like, newest yeah. werewolf ever. Our like, friend Josh. Yeah, we, we, he'd be the grumpiest werewolf. He would be that as well. <laughs> but he'd be a fabulous ginger werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> the house would be clean all the time. And he's already he's already okay. understands that he can't leave the state. He <laughs> has true. to. He's living in the closet and he's getting animal crackers anyway. So yeah. let's kill Bill, two birds with one stone yeah. and then ta-da. I, I just want to put this out there. I now want to see a movie called The Grumpiest Van- Grumpiest Werewolf. <laughs> oh my god. Actually, no. There's another movie, though, too. Because I want the sequel to that as well. First, uh, Lesbian Vampire Killers. They sent a sequel at the end of it called Gay Bum-Biting Werewolves. <laughs> I want to see that, too. Okay, what's your second one? My second one is I want a Banshee because 
We already have a whole cabal of Mac and Mac and well, me and Michelle did the Mac and Siren thing, right? The look Where on your screen. face, Rob. The Mac look and on Siren. Your face. I love that. That's no. so accurate. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm putting yes. my foot foot down now. No. <laughs> For but the record, she could shriek with us, and it would be so happy, and then it would feel camaraderie because anytime it had to shriek, we would shriek. In empathy with it. And in any time really nice. one of them like senses that someone's going to die anywhere in the last next two oh. miles and you have to work and get up at four thirty in the morning and it wakes you up at three, tell me how that's gonna go for <laughs> you. Cause I can sleep through anything. I know you can't. No, can. you can't. I can sleep through yeah. anything. That's what you're afraid that's what you're afraid of. So my answer to that question, no. You may not have a banshee. I, I'm going to say, I'm pretty sure totally the legend fine. is anybody yeah. who hears the Banshee Whales die, so you wouldn't have to listen to them very long. That's true. <laughs> I'd just like to point out my left ear has started to trickle because a little bit of blood at just the thought of the McIntyres together minus the Banshee. Again, we've told the story of this podcast here, but for those of you that are new to the show, Kat and her cousin and myself in San Francisco, say around like 11 o'clock at night, riding a trolley car, leaving bars... And the two of them holding on either of the left or right, uh, left and right side, outsides, and shrieking as we're going down giant hills. I was going to say, did people think it was like a law enforcement trolley? (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) But no lie. There goes the Mac and trolley. Oh well. And they they did not hold back on the volume. And because there was really no one else on that trolley, uh, yeah, but you can even tell that like the conductor was probably laughing, and I was just kind of, I'm like, I don't, probably I don't hate him. If nothing else, you have a way through traffic, just like Harry and Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, the slow trickle has turned into a steady stream at this point. I'm going to need a transfusion at the end of the night. Um, uh, I, I know mine, and mine's actually connected to something from last night. Uh, when we were playing a little game called Choose Your Own Adventure. Uh, oh, so I know what yours is going to be! The House of Danger, I won a 10-foot guinea pig. Yes! <laughs> oh, I thought, you, I thought you wanted a chimpanzee playing the violin. Rodents of no, that's too very. I don't believe they yes. R-O-U-S. R-O-U-S. I won an R-O-U-S. Nice. But yeah, no, but I'll tell you guys about the other stuff later. But for those of you, and I even brought it up, though, too, on DC Primetime this week, if you love board games, all I can say is... Choose your own adventure, the House of Danger. It's so good. It's so it's much amazing. fun. It's just ridiculous. So, I have a second one um, that I would like to have, and I know that if I ever owned this as a pet, almost everybody at this table would never come to my house. Uh, I want a real life Teddy Ruxpin. Uh, All right, I, I come over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I come no over. one would live at your house. <laughs> no one would dress up as Teddy Ruxpin and live at your house. Because no, I mean, apparently you all think he's a monster, no, so he technically he is. Embed the tape deck in his chest and live at your house. You'd have Cyborg Bill as Cyborg It would be in my back. It would be horrific. But for some reason, we'd still want to come say hi to Bill. <laughs> oh, not to say hi to me. Okay, I see how it is. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I do have a secondary one, though, too. Death from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I want him as my pet. Decent. Best of seven? Damn right! Decent. <laughs> uh, death of Rats from the Terry Pratchett Discworld novels would be another really good one. Because there's death, and then there's the death of rats, which is just like literally a tiny little rat skeleton in a cloak. Mm-hmm. I I want something that's not from a horror movie. It's from a game. I want a big daddy. <laughs> and just ride on its shoulder? And just ride on its back, and he can drill the people that I hate. <laughs> 
<laughs> and shoot them with his rivet gun, and I'll just ride on the back like a little sister. And it's, and it's gonna be like, here, take this Eve. And you're like, I don't want the Eve. And they're like, I don't take, take the it. Eve. Okay. <laughs> so you'll be you'll be very doomed very quickly. I don't care. <laughs> I would be in rapture. I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> As the cord flings into my face. That's a thing. That uh, all right. So, any last-minute attempts at pets that people would like? I got my gremlin. I'm happy. Okay. I'm and you can have as many as you want after that, so you're fine. <laughs> I'm not a very responsible pet owner. So. <laughs> all right. So let's get to our final topic before we get to our MFK. And so I figure we'll end on a high note the same way that we usually are is our weird versions of our creations that we create on this podcast. And which horror we would love to see turned into a kid's Halloween movie. Uh, and what would the monster or villain change be like? How would you alter the tone to lighten it up for a younger audience? Fesh, let's start with you. Saw. <laughs> only as a parent no 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 only instead of being gore porn it's all some sort of practical joke things so instead of the contraption ripping your head off instead you get a face full of pie oh, right but you still gotta figure the puzzles out you still gotta try and get okay. out of the rooms and get away from all the bad stuff that's happening pull this Jenga block <laughs> right right and and you still gotta figure out who the hell's behind all if this. you topple it you're grounded for a week <laughs> I think it'd be fun I think it'd be a fun concept. The villain is um, a child that was grounded on No, Bradley. it's definitely one of the parents. <laughs> Only parents can be that cruel to kids. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Ken. Um, I, for some reason, just keep thinking of um, Freddy Krueger. But, like, if it was just, like, dream adventures instead of dream murders... <laughs> you get, you kind of have to still fix that backstory a little bit though because uh, hey. the backstory just wouldn't be a thing he's just like the BFG or something he's like you're happy that makes one, the BFG really fucking weird one, coming for you three, four let's take an ice cream tool five, six here's an ice cream tool lick yeah, no, I don't know if that works yeah, even that creepy works Especially when you think of Freddy's original origin, that makes that so much worse. Let's, Let's just not do that. Pretend his origin didn't exist, and he's just the happy dream guy. <laughs> Cat did not think the story. No. <laughs> uh. Ben, I can I can think Skip of goes. one horror movie that's kind of already become a kids movie. Uh, the people under the stairs became Harry Potter. Ooh, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Well, he lived in a, yeah. he lived in a bedroom under he the did. stairs. He, did. he was technically a person under the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> that was a stretch. That was yeah, a stretch, yeah, yeah. No, but it works. It works. Yeah. Again, we're we're finding ways to turn them into happy happy special things. Exactly. <laughs> so we're, we're trying. We're trying. Ooh. Well, what if uh, in, happy in, dream adventure friend? A legit one. What if the tire from rubber just became a swing? Oh, <laughs> it still murdered a bunch of people. Man. It still murdered a bunch yeah, of people. That's not your tire. It's a redemption arc for the tire. It's, that tire is not a hooker with a heart of gold. It's a murderous, murderous piece of rubber. We'll just keep retreading the same villains here. Ah, ding. Sorry, uh, who else is ready? It's fine. Hmm. Apparently nobody else can think of anything. 
I'll well, I'm sorry, the Freddy Krueger thing is still in my head. But I, I got nothing after that, honestly. Yeah. Uh, uh, I had one, and it, it, it's gone. It, it's so, so far gone. I got one. Okay. You take the blob, mm-hmm. and it's actually chocolate pudding. <laughs> or silly putty. Jello. And, and the chocolate kids, pudding and the kids eat, well. eat it to defeat the monster. Oh, okay, that's yeah. Yeah. You just then, they have to, then they have to battle a new monster called Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> the Blob 2, the curse of Wilford Brimley. <laughs> hey kids, we all now have diabetes. I love his mustache. And then it, it's, that's the opening scene, you're like, now let's watch Cocoon for six weeks. That's all it is. Don't knock Cocoon. It's a great movie. This is completely off the topic, but this made me think of a movie that has not yet been mentioned this entire podcast. Earnest, scared, <gasps> stupid. Yes. Oh, gosh. Miak. It's been yeah. ever since I've watched those movies. They are fantastic. I need to revisit them. Yeah. No, I need to revisit no, them. That's good. a childhood staple. I need to revisit it. At least scared, stupid, and saves Christmas. Yes. Those are the two you need. Goes camping. I didn't know there was a ghost. Goes to jail. Oh, goes to jail is another good one too. Yeah. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to camp. That's like no, not goes camping. Goes to camp. That one was amazing. Yeah. So good. Oh no, yeah. I don't think we really need to continue on. <laughs> I really, we really don't. The heart no diabetes wins. is plenty. <laughs> Congratulations, well Bill. Done, Bill. Yay. You win. Although I'm not sure if that's something you want to be proud of. <laughs> no, that was really no, good. No, yeah, no. <laughs> it sounds like a really. I'm just gonna have diabetes stuck in my head now. <laughs> Aaron just took that to the next level. <laughs> <laughs> really weird. What happened there? That's really what happened there. Oh, you guys. Oh, God, I love you all. All right, so our Mary Fuck Kill for this episode is the only thing, well, one of the only things I could think of. Originally, I was thinking My Pet Monster, the Count from Sesame Street, and the vampire versions of the chicken nuggets from when we were growing up from Mickey D's. But instead, good taste prevailed, and I decided, let's do the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. So for those of you that don't remember, Winifred Sanderson, played by Bette Mittler, the second being Sarah Sanderson, played by Sarah Jessica Parker, Mary Sanderson, played by Kathleen Najimy. Let's start can, can with... Can I just say real quick, I think all the guys at the table are going with one in particular. Oh, I, I think don't... some of the women at the table are probably going with one too. Yeah, okay. I'm going to throw you for a loop. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I might too. All right, I'm going to start with Fesh, actually, on this. <laughs> so glad that you did. Okay, so Hocus Pocus, I think I maybe saw once a long time ago. Yeah. So we're going to go back to how I'm not scared of vampires. I'm enthralled by witches. So my answer is... All of them. All of them. I'm enthralled. They do what they want with me. It's very simple. Okay. So I'm going to give you your... You're going to end up in a cauldron. So I'm going to give you your answer for you. I'm in trouble. Mary is going to fuck you. Bette Mittler is going to marry you. And then... She's got money, too. At some point in time, Sarah Jessica Parker is going to kill you. So that's how that one's going to work. Just like the old gypsy lady told me. Pretty much. Yeah. So Okay, well, that works for me. But no, they can do whatever they want, because I'm just enthralled by witches. Ta-da. Jada. All right, so Winifred Sanderson, played by Matt Midler, is undoubtedly the most evil out of all of them. Mm -hmm. So obviously I'd have to kill her, because let's be honest, in a relationship, I have to be the evil one. Um... I'd probably marry Mary Sanderson because, I mean, you just do. And probably have to fuck Sarah Sanderson. Reasons on a couple of those? Or? Um, well, again, I have to be the most evil, evil yeah. in the relationship, so Winifred's out. Sure. Um, 
Mary seems like she's a, she's like the best cook out of all of them, and you want to have so. somebody who's like a good cook. I mean, even if it is like cauldron bubble, bubble toil and trouble, like you need to have somebody yeah. who's good with that. So that soup's made out of meat. I know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I think that, I think the answer you're looking for when it comes to fucking Sarah Sanderson is duh. <laughs> I dwell that on this because yeah. <laughs> See, really, the only time I've ever just had a thing for Sarah Jessica Parker Ditto. was that movie. That movie. Ditto. Yeah. 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 Good God. Come on, come on, come on, come on. her. Um, I would kill Mary because she, I, as much as I love Kathy and Jimmy, that character always annoyed the hell out of me. And I would marry Winifred Sanderson in a freaking heartbeat because number one, we don't, we both don't like. <laughs> we both don't like mornings. Because she says, another beautiful morning makes me sick. Totally get it. And yep. he's fucking Bat Midlar. <laughs> and, and ginger powers unite. Ta-da. Hell, yeah. <laughs> we can have no souls together. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to bed. Then I'll go to bed. Well, I've already pretty much revealed what which one I would fuck, and that would be Sarah Sanderson. Because, again, that's the best looking I've ever seen Sarah Jessica Parker ever in any movie. Uh, Mary Sanderson, I would kill because I agree with Erin. She's just an annoying character. I'd marry Win- or I'd marry Winifred because that voice can put a spell on anyone, which means you could get whatever you wanted with her. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why she would be my wife. Okay. Um, I would kill Winifred because she's too bossy, and we don't need too bossy people. Um, I would. Bang Sarah Sanderson. Yeah. That was the hottest <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker has ever loved. <clears throat> and um, I would marry Mary because, honestly, she was really supportive. Like, you know, Winnie could be kind of abusive with shit. She's like, do this, do this, And Mary's like, okay, I'll help everyone. Like, she was very sweet. But she even was like, like calming her down. But she was. She was like, oh, it's okay. She was, she it's fine. She you know? It's like, let me go outside and look at the window. I was like, okay, come on. She let's go. Good, bye, she bye. was good for it's like bye bye walk bye 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 Winnie. <laughs> <laughs> TJ. Um, so thankfully my wife went first. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would uh, marry Bette Midler, uh, Winifred, because it's Bette Midler. And you have a thing for redheads. That is that too. <laughs> uh, I would uh, fuck Sarah Jessica Parker. Ta da! <laughs> <laughs> um, plus, you fuck crazy. That's true. You don't marry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'd kill Mary because while she was helpful, she was also a little bit of an idiot, and I'd be afraid that she'd just blow something up after a while. <laughs> she's fine when she's told what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bill. So, uh, as everybody knows, I, I I haven't seen this movie. And it's bad. That's okay. You're going to get redemption in round two, because I just thought of another set that we should also do, because we're also running fairly short. But I I did my research, and Sarah has that, like, power to seduce people, siren song type thing. So I would go after her first, but then probably get duped, and they would suck the life out of me. Because I have such a youthful face. Aww. Um, I would say I'm actually going to kill Mary. Um, actually, it was actually very similar to the reasons is the fact that she was kind of a klutz. And even though, like, yeah, Jada, you did mention, it's like, well, she just needs to be told what to do. I'm a submissive person to begin with. So <laughs> it's going to be nothing's getting accomplished ever. And then the house is going to explode. And it's going to be one 
of our fault. Delegation. I don't know why. Exactly. Delegation. So again, so then you, you fuck. Can you do that in a sentence? <laughs> so then you fuck Sarah Sanderson because again, just, just like everybody else at the table, all for the same reasons. Um, and then. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be good fun stuff. Yeah! It's gonna go into it's gonna get into interesting places. <laughs> we're actually here, shorter. but you're gonna have fun. And then there's witches brew afterwards. <laughs> we're good. That and then made out of fish. So. Uh, and then and then yes, you you marry Winifred. Um, also, to kill her voice, mm-hmm. she is a super super fun uh, like fun name. Seems like she really knows what she wants. And you're like, okay, cool, fine, I'll go do this, and I don't really have to think about too much. That's great. That sounds like an awesome awesome way to go. So I'm I'm, I'm perfectly good with my choices. So, um, but I decided we're gonna do a round two. So here is the next round of characters for you guys to choose for Mary Fuck Kill. Oh god! Because uh, we had so three women across the board, so we're gonna go with three guys going this. So we're gonna do the Grand High Wizard from The Worst Witch, played oh. by Tim Curry. Mm. We're also gonna go with Casper the Friendly Ghost, and then also Gossamer the Big Red Monster in Sneakers from Looney Tunes, that was in also almost every one of the horror episodes. Uh, yes. I can't do this one. <laughs> you're gonna and you're going to enjoy it. I'm out. Because <laughs> I, I thought of another three you could have gone to, which was Lock, Shock, and Barrel from that. I could have, but I chose not to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What was the middle one again? Sorry. So we're Casper. Casper, Casper the Friendly okay. Ghost, Gossamer, the Big Red Hairy Monster, and the Grand High Wizard. Okay. So, because I'm just curious to see where two of them fall. I know where one of them will probably fall. <laughs> All right, starting with Aaron. Oh okay, number one, I would kill Casper because no, no, he's already dead. Don't care. He can just go with his Casper-like ghost uncles, and he's fine. Um, I would totally fuck the shit out of Tim Curry as a Grand High Wizard because I think that's when like my feelings as a like a woman started emerging when I saw that movie. <laughs> Okay, so, um, yeah, I actually know these characters. This is a good thing. I'm gonna fuck Gosmer because he's so soft. <laughs> like, is that seriously. really a good thing you're looking for, though, yeah. when you want to fuck? When, when I'm thinking about a BDSM and a receiving thing from Gosmer, the aftercare with that big fluffy bastard oh, is gonna be absolutely. wonderful. Okay? Yeah. I was like, my wonderful. butt hurts and I'm sore, but at least I have a really nice place to crash. Exactly. <laughs> Casper's... He's dead. Okay, now I know that that's going to be very hard to accomplish. But I'm, I'm he was the original emo ghost. Oh, God. Right? Yeah, right? Okay. And uh, you married Tim Curry because, Jesus, I could just listen to the stories forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to TJ next because he, he he's trying to walk away from this reality. So, <laughs> so ta-da. So did Ben. I don't care. Who's next? You actually got you up stood from up. the table. You are going next, sir. Um, so uh, I'd probably... See, I'd probably fuck Tim Curry. Um, I'd marry Gosmer because if I'm remembering the cartoon right, he was actually really good at like. I think he was really good at like house like stuff around the house. He was good with hair. He was good with cooking. He was good with laundry. That, that's that, yeah. that. Okay, sure. If I'm remembering the cartoon correctly. And then I would try drop. to kill Casper. <laughs> no, I'd just hand him over to um, Death the, Eater. What a Death Eater! No, yeah, the Death Eaters, the new Ghostbusters. Let yeah. them blow him up. Anybody that could get rid of him, basically. <laughs> and if I remember the, the old ghost. Casper movie well, Father Guido Sarducci of all yes. people. Yes. <laughs> so, cat. Um, definitely killing Casper. 
Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Casper. Yeah. I'll fuck Gossamer too. Don't really care, but it's I just don't want to fuck Casper. <laughs> and then I uh, would absolutely marry Tim Curry in a heartbeat. That's not even a question. Ben. All right. Well, I would marry Tim Curry because I think again that's that's a given. <clears throat> I would kill Gossamer uh, because he just. <laughs> There'd be hair everywhere, and that's—I already deal with that with cats. Like that's—that's. That's <laughs> you think about um, the shedding. I understand that. Yeah, that makes exactly. Sense. But I, you know, you guys are not giving Casper enough credit. First off, if you kill Casper, <laughs> you're a child killer because he's a kid. He's already dead. Second off, wait a minute. But you're wait, talking me, about doing me, other things to me, Casper. Let me finish. I would <laughs> fuck Casper because let's be honest, he's white. There's no cleanup. <gasps> oh! 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 <laughs> Wow. Touche. We should have ended it with Ben. Touche. <laughs> Jada. Oh How did you follow that? <laughs> I think we broke I'm so horrified. I can't even. No. Nope. Okay. I'm out. <laughs> I should have. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So, Tim Curry. Obviously, Tim Curry. I need to fuck him because it's Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I'd probably marry Gossamer and I'd have to, I'd have to kill Casper. He holds nothing for me in either of the, any of the other categories. And let's be honest, he is a child. And if you're going to have sex with a child, Ben, (laughs) you're clearly an evil fucking human being, Ben. (laughs) So obviously I'd have to kill him because he's already dead. So it can't really hurt him. I just send him off to whatever plane of existence he wants oh, to. No, the second death is ten times I did, yeah. I did just realize the downside to what I said. Yeah, no, <laughs> yes. I'm uh, too bad. Uh, do we want to do the Disney princesses again? Yeah. 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 That went. I don't That's know if you all remember how that went. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I brought it up in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so did the Disney princesses. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> I'm sorry, Casper. You're dying again. Yep. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'm going to have to go with the other thoughts on this. Uh, you're going to have to fuck the Grand Wizard, and uh, you're going to have to um, marry Gossamer, because, yeah, he definitely seems like a kind and loving soul that could take care of you for the rest of your days, and you would never have a bad hair day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. All right, so I'm going to do something unthinkable, but I have a backup reasoning oh, for okay. this. Oh, no. So, you marry Gossamer. Because, again, Gossamer, very sweet. I don't like that yes. whole idea because, again, he's oh. going to be fun to cuddle with. So Summer's going to suck a little bit, especially if it's human to shave. It's going to be very frizzy. <laughs> well, yeah, I just, you could. <laughs> I just have an image of that, and I don't want it. Uh, <laughs> you you, mar- you yes, marry him. <laughs> My reasoning for, for banging Casper, uh, bear in mind, uh, I, I understand because when he died, many years had passed. Yes. So you think about vampires and, like, you know, they're, you know, you, you hope that they're aging with that. I don't want to get into that Are bad you situation. Are Claudia Logic here? No, no, no. Not Claudia Logic. Not a Claudia Logic. That's fucked up. Okay. No, no. But I was actually going for a humorous angle on this, but then you brought yours up and I'm like, shit. But I also have good, I have good reasonings on where I'm going to go with the other part. All right. So, but I was going to say the reason for banging Casper is, again, if you take a shot in the mouth, no calories, because ta-da. Oh, but God. <laughs> my mind was made up before things went dark. Um, <laughs> but you kill Tim Curry as the Grand High Wizard, because probably when he dies, he becomes darkness from legend, and then he's just going to fuck you, and that's just, <laughs> everything works out in the end. Uh, ta-da. Okay, that so. should have been as sexy as that was. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it 
That's true. God, I hope my my, my boss doesn't listen to this episode. Probably, I hope not too. But again, did, I didn't mean for it to go as dark as, 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 as people took it. It got a little my, my mind was made up where it was originally, and uh, yeah, so it's okay. Cat Cat still brought up Freddy Krueger, and I'm going to try to deflect a little bit. <laughs> Mine, his backstory was erased. He was happy adventure time dream person. I'm sorry, but I really want to see now a Freddy Krueger animated series where it's like happy Freddy Krueger dancing and singing very Disney-esque tunes. I mean, just think about happy Scary Terry at the end of Rick and Morty. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Does he still have his claws, though? Because I could see jazz hands going bad in a half second. (laughs) Oh, Christ, that could walk into me. Oh, my God. Band-Aids? Band-Aids. So he has his claws because those are his adventuring tools. So when they go... Oh god, you just made it worse again. <laughs> Time to go adventuring, bitch! <laughs> Out there! Not in here! <laughs> oh my god. I love Rick and Morty. Oh. 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 Uh. Kat, Ben, and I are going to the special hill, apparently. <laughs> yep. so. I think so. It's fair. We talk in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's go around the room, tell everybody what's going on in our lives. We're going to say goodnight, and then uh, we'll see you guys again next month for the Mel Brooks episode. So, uh, Bill. So, yeah, I am super excited because Extra Life is only in three short weeks. Less than three short weeks. Less than three short weeks. Uh, We are, again, raising money for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, specifically Mm -hmm. for most of us, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Where, um, unfortunately, I do have some um, known connections of, of people who have taken their kids there, but they've gotten amazing care um, because, you know, they do great work and our donations help them do that. So, yep. Ben. Uh, I want to reiterate Extra Life, which I was going to do anyway, which I am also participating in, so I'm happy about that. Uh, but, of course, the Next Level Podcast Network, nextlevelradioonline.com, in which... I'll let you talk about the one that you and I do together, but the other two that I want to plug are <clears throat> the Lost Revisited podcast, in which we're rewatching Lost and talking about that every week. And, and then, plugging Casper, you're a horrible person. I'm plugging yeah, Casper no. like crazy. Sorry. Uh, no, and then there's also the Spotlight, which is my interview <laughs> podcast, in which is uh, really picked up because I talked to Tyler Labine from Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, which is pretty appropriate for this podcast, as well as people from. Uh, Manifest and some other cool TV shows. Brad Sherwood from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, and I got a lot of a bunch of other interviews in the works right now too. So all of that nextlevelradioonline.com is where all the information can be found. Jada. Uh, well, let's see. I mean, aside from just regular being a mild-mannered mother of three, um, I do have a Bombay Jam demo coming up November 10th. It is going to be at the Brandywine YMCA. So if you like dance fitness and you like Bollywood and you happen to maybe like me, come and dance with me. <laughs> It'll be super fun. Actually, something I forgot to add for everybody, too. Uh, everybody should be say what you're going going for Halloween as, as Ooh, well. So oh, go back yeah. to Bill. Uh, so I've Unless got... No, it's not a secret. I've got some, as long as I remember to order them when I get home tonight. Um, hopefully a steampunk airship pirate. Ooh, nice. Ah. Uh, Nanu Nanu. I'm coming as Mork. Nice. nice. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to be steampunk Jasmine this year. Yeah. 
I am going to be Winifred Sanderson. Nice! <laughs> and then what, what else is going on with you? You know what? I am a boring person. Nothing is really going on for me right now. So. <laughs> Gap. I'm going to be Anne Bonny from Black Sails slash Historical yes. yes. And um, there are books. <laughs> what? Talk about the books. <laughs> This is, uh, is an opportunity to advertise no, for that's free. A valid, that's a valid point. Um, I have uh, currently on pre-order is Forged Alliances, which is book one in my new Tribal Spirits series. It's Shifter Romance. Um, it has I have like the second book's coming out next year and the third book's coming out next year as well. And then uh, I also have a um, steampunk Christmas we're doing it a little early, but a steampunk Christmas anthology is also coming out end of October. And that's called Bustles and Bells, correct? Yep, yep Bustles and Bells. Vesh. Uh, I'm just going to wear, I, I haven't decided. I'm, I'm probably coming in my Renaissance gear or I'm going to do Stormtrooper in a kilt. I, I don't nice. know which I want to do because Stormtrooper in a kilt is a pain in the ass to get into and out of. You can get a poncho and a sombrero. I could do that. Um, what's been going on in my life? I've basically just been trying to keep up the speed with the recent and ongoing uh, rap beef between Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem. Uh, Diddy, no, Diddy has Diddy has responded somewhat to the diss that was given to him originally in in Killshot, but I, I, he hasn't fully opened up yet. But I know when he does, Dre's coming out of it. He, like he's going to come out with a response too. So you're going to see the giants in the industry just going like head to head. So it's, it's, I'm not even kidding. Like, this has really I've, sucked me in over the I last month. I fucking love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure entirely how I can follow this. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'll plug Extra Life for the third time. Um, I'm joining these guys for the first year. Um, and you and I wrote a murder mystery for this yes. year. It's our very first murder mystery for Extra Life. Yes. Fun. I get to play a dead body for like an, two hours. It's going to be great for my back. And, uh, <laughs> how about for Halloween? What do you do? Uh, I will be Billy Butcherson. TJ nice. TJ and I are doing our first couple costumes. Oh, sweet. We've been together for 11 years, and this is our first one. Well, need help doing the stitch mouth? I know how to do that very easily. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, That'd be a good way to quiet TJ for a couple hours. Thank no, God. Really. <laughs> uh, kidding. For, for I'm me? Italian. I can talk through it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So for me, I'm going to be uh, actually going as Calico Jack, Jack Rackham from yeah, Black Sales as well. Other yeah, couples play there. So uh, like so yeah, uh, we thought it was a ton of fun to do. But as for me, I will be the fourth person to bring up Extra Life. <laughs> this is my sixth year mm-hmm. doing this. Uh, I, me and Fesh have been doing this since the start. Yeah. Uh, so this is year six for us. Um, but this is the sixth year of captaining the team. We are, uh, as of this morning, already raised over four thousand dollars for Philadelphia Hospital, uh, you know, Children's Hospital. Let's raise another four. Um, so I, I think that's gonna be a little rough, but uh, I'm hoping that we're gonna break five this year. So that'll be awesome. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, though, too, uh, in addition to uh, this show, uh, Ben and I do DC Primetime on Next Level Podcast Network. Uh, you can find us on nextlevelpodcastnetwork.com. That's Next Level Radio Online. Next Level Radio Online.com, sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, we just came back this morning, actually, the day we recorded, uh, that we're recording this, this morning, we actually released the very first episode of our brand new season. Uh, so we talked about Flash and Titans, episode one for their seasons. And uh, we're about to dive in full force. So, uh, and this is the first year or two we're also doing, and we made the announcement on that show, but not on this one. We're actually doing a brand new summer season starting this year, uh, where we're going to be talking about the off-season shows, which are going to be Swamp Thing, Harley Quinn, 
Titans, Doom Titans, Doom Patrol, and Black Lightning is joining forces with them, and Young Justice is going to be in our summer months and our normal seasons. Our, our normal season is uh, Flash, uh, Supergirl, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. So uh, we've got a full year of content already planned and lined up. So uh, super exciting. Uh, but uh, beyond that, a uh, big special thanks to our good friend, uh, which is uh, DJ Cutman and our good friends at Game Shop Records for the music that you hear in this podcast. In addition to that, a big special thanks to, again, the Next Level Podcast Network. And then we'll see you guys all next month for episode number 50, our Mel Brooks special. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween. Trick or treat. 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 Happ